You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. I was so tree. <laughs> what did you say? So how was everybody's Halloween? Good. Watch Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> <laughs> I worked. So yeah, by the time this comes out, we've been past Halloween. We're still in uh still in Thanksgiving though. Hell yeah, we are. Hell, Hell yeah. 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 So there's still that. We got that going for us, which is nice. Which is nice. <laughs> so yeah, because it's I, I am enjoying the as long as I can do it at work, the watching the watching the movie to, to playing the game, watching movies that that I otherwise absolutely never would have watched. <laughs> but now your your palette is broader. Stallonized. Because of it. Because you've seen now you've seen Demolition Man and Cliffhanger and you only have one more to go. Yep. I can't wait to, to talk get... to you guys about the movie Cliffhanger. I can't I, either. I'm way I... more excited to talk about the movie Cliffhanger than I am the video game Cliffhanger. Girl, same. And I watched a f- I watched it fresh this morning. First thing this morning. Yeah. Uh, a breakfast and it's, cliffhanger. I had some breakfast cliffhanger, and it was awesome. I, 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 spoiler alert, I really like this movie, but for various reasons, it's fun to watch. So, yes, I'm excited to talk about it, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it. Well, it's an inversion of nature, like a banana eating a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's the first cliffhanger <laughs> reference on the, on the podcast, man. Yeah. <laughs> a point on the board for Tyler. That was good, man. He really did watch the movie. I Hell did yeah! Watch it. So as as long as I can watch it while I do paperwork at the office, yeah, well, I'll watch the movie. That's fine. I don't want to come home and sit there and watch it, but I'll do it at work. But before we get to that, what are you uh, doing in there? Not watching Cliffhanger? Nope. <laughs> Pause. I'm in a meeting. <laughs> watching uh, Judge Dredd. Shit. No, I'm in a meeting. I'm on Why a is Zoom that? call with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Why is someone just scream cursing constantly? Oh, yeah, that's Travers. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. God. All right, let's hurry. Yeah, hurry. Yeah. I want to talk about Travers. Oh, fuck it. Let's just talk about, let's just talk about Cliffhanger. Let's fuck talk it. About yeah, we can do fine. intros after we talk about Cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, I I liked it more than Demolition Man. Whoa! I did because Demolition Man it had its moments of comedy that I enjoyed. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I didn't I didn't care for it as much. Sandra Bullock was funny. I didn't care for Stallone in it at all. Cliffhanger needed Sandra Bullock. I feel like yeah. I th- I also like Cliffhanger. That's the first time I'd seen it, and I I also oh liked you hadn't it. seen it no, before. No, I haven't seen oh Judge, Judge Dredd either. I didn't so. know this. Yeah, <laughs> I had never seen Cliffhanger. It just didn't seem like one of those movies that I would like because it's. <sighs> I thought it was about rock climbing. It, it well, and it's in a way. It, it's it's not really. It's, <laughs> it is. It's Die Hard it features, on a Mountain features. Yes, it is Die Hard on a Mountain, and I didn't know that. I didn't oh. realize that. 
John Lithgow was in it. I know, and right? Neither. Michael Rucker. Yes, Rooker. Rooker, sorry. It's okay. And what else was he in? He looks so Guardians Yondu. of the Galaxy. He's Yondu. Oh, he's Yondu. He's and I also, didn't recognize him at first either because he has fucking hair in this movie. He's and also <laughs> in uh, early episodes of The Walking Dead. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. he's Merle. 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 Okay. But, um,. Yeah, and I, young, I, so young with hair. I know. At first, I was like, "That guy looks familiar." He's not David Letterman. <laughs> Only by that much. <laughs> I uh, have always loved this movie. This yeah. one is this one to me is right there with Demolition Man yeah. as an essential uh, Stallone film. I mean, you've got Rocky and all the Rocky movies, but those are in a different category, obviously. They're not action movies. They're dramas, whatever. And they're great, but I love Stallone action movies. And this one, and Tyler, I can kind of see where you're coming from because in a lot of ways, I think this one hits more of my kind of dopamine buttons than Demolition this Man is a, does. This is a straight-up action it movie. It really is. Demolition it, Man is yeah, less it, of an action Demolition movie. Demolition Man, and I think Tyler touched on this last week, Demolition Man has, albeit whether it be fake or whether it be real or whether it has a little bit of an agenda. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. It's and the world the liberals want. It's what they're trying right. to take away from everybody. It, and whether they're parroting that or whether they're actually <laughs> making the statement, it, there is an agenda there, and that's okay. But it doesn't take away from my if love of that movie. don't vote for Reagan, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Cliffhanger is just no non-apologetic in its constant and very satisfying action. Cliffhanger's a dumb movie. It's a dumb movie. It's a dumb movie. And it's got really, really stupidly bad acting in it. It has... Most of it is from Sylvester Stallone. No? Disagree? No. I don't know, man. There's a scene... uh -uh. Anytime he's, like, (laughs) interacting with Jackie... I think it's the name of the woman. It's, it's just like, I can't believe that these people are in a relationship. <laughs> they're and not. And she's not great either. <laughs> no. Because like the scene where they're like, they enter the cave where there's a whole bunch of bats. I laughed my ass off the way she pops up off the bottom of the screen, like cross-eyed and shit. And it's like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts. And I think I think it injects a little humor in there, but also like... This, there was one scene where he and Jackie are they're making okay. So let's let's lay down a little bit of plot. I'm gonna lay down a little bit of plot. At the first of all, the opening scene to Cliffhanger is one of my favorites ever because they get right to the fucking good shit. And the opening scene, there's a there Sylvester Stallone and his team. They're going up to rescue. His best friend and his best friend's girlfriend, Hal and Hal and Sarah. Sarah is her name. Yes, I believe you're right. Um, that where he he we he, can't remember because she's not in it for long. Right, right. <laughs> like, she tweak, he tweaks his knee, so they call for rescue, and they come up, and they they have to get them across this two between two peaks. They're all part of a rescue. They're team. They're all part of a rescue. It's like team. Paw Patrol, but they're humans. Yes, exactly. And God damn it! It's so popular. <laughs> it is. There's a and they're all like, <laughs> you know, very schlocky, poking fun at each other, rock climbing. It's it's jokes. super. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It 
fits into that same like genre of like movies like where there's a specific niche of thing that they're trying to focus on mm. like uh, I like to think of Drop Zone starring Wesley Snipes I haven't seen it uh, it's all about parachuting junkies you know uh, skydivers uh, you know, and they get all into the culture, and gotcha. then fucking Point Break, where you've right. got all these fucking self righteous surfers, and it's that kind of thing. Only maybe not to the extreme that some of those are, but yeah, they're a rescue team. They've come to rescue these two. They've stretched this nice cable across this gorge to try to between two mountain peaks to try to get them rescued and. Uh, Hal, who's played by Michael Rooker, aka Yondu from Gardens of the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Although I do like his show Gardens of the Galaxy on it's HGTV. Good, him and Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yondu gets across, and he's then Yondu in this one. He's very young. Yondu. <laughs> uh, Yondu gets across, and then the, and then Sarah follows, <laughs> and as she goes, she's very nervous. She's a new before climber. Sarah goes. I want to ask you guys a really important question. Have you ever kissed one of your friends on the lips? Nope. But they have a very That's not yeah. your wife. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay. They have a very open relationship. Ramon was drunk and kissed me on the lips in college. Was he about to like go over a cable to a helicopter? I thought it was so. I thought it was so weird that, sh- that well, she just and then she she says, "Are we still on for dinner later?" But he's with the woman who's in the helicopter, flying Jackie, the helicopter, right. Jackie, and she's with the man. And so I'm just wondering if they have just one of those, you know. They are had a couple's dinner and it's just a smooch for good luck. I they don't, live the lifestyle. Don't you don't know, know about the cliffhanger polycule? Like <laughs> it's a thing. No wonder everyone was so upset. <laughs> anyway, they start to cross. The girl, we're all fucking no, not our unicorn, <laughs> our bicycle. <laughs> Things happen. Things go wrong, and so as a result of this. And the, and it's and Sylvester Stallone's character Gabe uh, blames himself. Gabe Walker for the things, the bad <laughs> things that happen. And he, he checks out. He leaves for eight months and then comes back. And in that time, of course, everybody's mad at him for leaving. And then, meanwhile, at the U.S. Treasury Department, Agent Something Something Travers, Agent Not. The bum fights guy dressed as Dr. Phil on the Dr. Phil show. Because the first time I saw him, I was like, holy shit, he looks like the bum fights guy on Dr. Phil. The guy that they always get to be the tough guy asshole who is, he has one lane and he stays in it. And his heyday was in movies like this back in the 90s. I don't, I didn't remember him. He's he's I did I did but I had he a, definitely he was, looks like Doctor Phil Cosplay. Yeah, he definitely I mean, like, does. Mustache, the haircut, the, haircut, the, the fucking. Balding, he's playing an FBI yeah. agent. He's got like the bla- the blazer on. Yeah. I mean, it's straight up like I laughed <laughs> when it's, we start shooting dudes. Bad. So meanwhile, he's he's been with the Treasury Department for twenty years, and none benotes to them. He has hacked. He has devised a plan to hijack. Plane that is transporting three large cases containing discontinued thousand dollar bills. Well, the whole time I was, I didn't know is like, is is he a double agent? 
Is he selling someone out? Is he a triple agent? He's just is he on his like what? What is this? He's dude an, doing? he's a treasury agent who teams up with a bad guy named Eric Quaylen, played by John Lithgow. Oh yeah, who was originally supposed to be David Bowie. Is that oh. why? Okay, that's why he speaks the way he does. I think. Woosa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God, do love John Lithgow and everything. He dude plays very. Very good lawful evil. He mm-hmm. he. They attempt to steal these this money through a through a through a cable, uh, sliding cable like AKA Air Force One between two airplanes. Things, Batman skyhook style. Things go terribly go. wrong. Uh, both plane they, they blow up the treasury plane and then uh, the the other plane the bad guy plane crashes and before that the cases are dropped. Into the mountains where all where Sylvester Stallone and his team work in Colorado, and they crash the plane and then need to find their money. So they put out a fake call, sends the team. Then they take Sylvester Stallone's character Gabe and Hal um, hostage to force them to go get their money. And that's the rest of the movie is them. Trying to foil the bad guys and stay keep from dying, and so, which they have a radar like they have a tracking, tracking devices device on all these on and which the cases. Somehow yes. the tracking device is able to map out the topography of the mountains. You see the green vectors, yeah, illustrated. Why? Why would they have to bring in the third party and not just? Well, he, he you see, Travers knows how useless he is to a point and um, has, has locked the tracking device. The one thing that can track the cases is locked with uh, encryption code with 50,000 possible combinations. And he's the only one that knows the code mm. to unlock the thing that can track their cases. So that's, that's all that is. And they need Hal... And Gabe as guides, supposedly. It's just a guide. Because the issue is, like, if they have that, like, right. why can't they just not worry about involving a third party? Oh, I, I misunderstood right. your question. Yeah, they need them, them as guides <laughs> because they don't know how to read the terrain, nor do they have the ability to climb right. the mountain. The first the one, they send, they send Gabe up because it's off right. on top of a mountain. And initially, when they made the call, they initially thought, that they were going to immediately send a helicopter because when when Gabe and Hal show up on foot, they immediately hold guns on them and say, "Where the fuck's the chopper?" So they wanted a they wanted the rescue team to come with a helicopter. Mm. Then they were going to kill the rescue team and use the rescue chopper to go get their money. Without that, but since Which they also seems like a weird shitty plan to just leave the trail, but yeah, yeah. agreed. So yeah, it's a terrible premise. It really <laughs> it's isn't. a dumb movie. It's a dumb movie. <laughs> it's a dumb movie, but I think it's fun. It's a fun yeah. movie, and to like watch. that's um, I could not deal with John Lithgow's fucking <laughs> accent. I couldn't oh, deal Is that with what it. You even saw? yes, even <laughs> even it. as a. I know he was just doing it to be it, just to be stupid. Uh-huh. Just to, it was a thing, and I get it, but it was awful, and it grated yeah. on my nerves. I could not laugh at it because it pissed me it off you, so much. Yeah. It made me so <laughs> upset because I love John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I like to think that John Lithgow 
I, I wonder if the accent he's using is one that's purposely bad or if he's just really that bad at doing a British accent. And I, if either yeah. one of those is true, it still just annoys the shit out of me. So I'd, I'd rather it not be. I wish he hadn't done that. I liked it, but I liked it because it was so bad. It was like, <laughs> it was fun for me. So it's like, I think we agree on his accent, yeah. but it was just a different visceral reaction because <laughs> mine was just like, I can't fucking believe he's doing this. I know. This. I couldn't, I can't either. And I, it's because, you know, John Lithgow being John Lithgow and having been in so many wonderful roles yeah. in his career, yeah. uh, even Harry and the Hendersons. Dude. You know, go home. Go home. <laughs> but we don't want you. <laughs> he's so good. He played um, in Dexter. You know, he was yeah, he was in the best season of Dexter. Wasn't that? It? Wasn't he? Yeah, Trinity. Yeah. yeah, he was Trinity. Right. So I just it's just one of those things that even it even though at the time you know it was nineteen ninety three I have never I have never been okay with with that accent of his in this movie yeah. and that that didn't change i watched it this morning and was like god i still hate it <laughs> they I wanted david bowie it. for that and on one hand i really would like to see that i would have loved to have seen that but on the other hand it's like i'm glad we got john lithgow because i mean i honest the vibe i got from him and that accent was just fuck it this is a dumb movie and i'm gonna knows how bad it is. Scenery. yeah, yeah i'm I gonna mean, go straight to the fucking just straight balls out. It's because it doesn't matter. It, I, yeah. I, and that the scene you were talking about where the stunts in this movie are fucking great. Oh, they fuck. I mean, I still found stunts. myself being like tense. Yeah. During yeah. these scenes. I, I love mountain climbing movies anyway, and they always try to get you. This one always gets me. They had the cinematography and the stunt work is is really exciting. That shit with the planes where you were yeah. talking about they hook. And they do have a uh, Travers uses that hook to go from one plane to another. That's all real, and that's yeah. All, that uh, someone did that for a million dollars, hundred million dollars. I think it was a was it's it a hundred? It's a hundred million dollars. Each case had no, no, no. The stunt man oh, was God, paid, paid one million, million okay, dollars. That's what you meant in the plot right, of no, the no. movie. Uh, okay, uh, the stunt man was paid one million dollars. Because that's all real. That, oh, at 15,000 feet, a cable from one plane to the other. Yeah. And he didn't make it in. Uh, he made it from one plane to the other. He, he was supposed to make it through the door, but he got there like close enough for them to edit it where it looked okay. Yeah. I mean, it looked fine to me. But uh, yeah, there was like, because that's like, you're going to, if something fucks up on that, Fifty thousand feet. Yeah, you're fucking dead, man. Yep. That's a that's a that's a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you either get guaranteed million dollars or guaranteed death. Uh, yeah, that's fucking wild. <laughs> it dude. is crazy. But that's like 1993, one yeah. million dollars, and that's like on top of like he was paid that for that stunt, just for that, that one. Stunt. Not to mention. The other the stunts, other shit, he which did. is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me pull up the inflation calculator. Yeah, that was please. that was that was a that that movie was just full of really good, over the top, fun, exciting action scenes. Um, that really puts you on the edge of your seat. And I I was thinking about the I, the director of the movie. 
cliffhanger. Yes. His name is uh, Remy Har- Remy Harlan. Did you look at his filmography? Oh, I did, <laughs> Man, I and it, it makes me so happy. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna read some honorable mentions, please. Uh, this is by no means a comprehensive right. list of this guy's movies because sure. there was like 30 or 40 uh-huh. movies, most of which I have seen. Uh-huh. And I've got my favorites on Okay, good. Well, I'm going to so. read my list of uh-huh. honorable mentions and then you can. You're probably going to hit all of them, I bet. I bet. T- today, that stunt would have paid him $2,139,614.31. That's w- less than I would have thought. I would have thought, thought, thought it would have been, been greater way on that. greater, yeah. Um, so, uh, favorites, uh, honorable mentions of by director Remy Harlan of Cliffhanger. Number one, of course, Cliffhanger. Uh, Die Hard 2, right? which is one of my... I love Die Hard 2. A lot of people shit on it. I like Die Hard 2. Uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight right. uh, with Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson, a fantastic movie that I haven't thought about in a while, so I'm going to watch that one again soon. Mind Hunters, uh, Cutthroat Island... Also with Gina Davis and Matthew Modine. That's on the SNES list, right? And it is on the SNES okay. list. And uh, my my last one, just because I wanted to keep it short, because I had a feeling you were going to do this too, Dave. I don't have many. It's cool. Deep Blue Sea. It, my it, hat is like a shark's fin. It, he directed the music my video, My hat is like too. a shark's fin. Not just oh, the movie. He directed God, the fucking Hello Cool J music video. God oh, damn it. Deepest, bluest. My head is like a shark fin. <laughs> God, what stupid lyrics. I love it. It's so bad. I it's so it. funny. I love it. What but is yes, this? I've deep, no oh, blue. Deep L- Blue Sea? L- I've heard of Deep Blue Sea. He directed, the guy that directed Cliffhanger directed Deep Blue Sea. A music and the, video the, for and he, LL Cool J mm-hmm. is in Deep Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. And he does the theme <laughs> song for the movie. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics mm-hmm. go, deepest, bluest. My hat is like, like a, a shark's fin. Yeah. <laughs> and he's saying hat. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. It's good. I it's guess. good. I don't yeah. know. But and the hat is like a shark's fin. And his hat is like a shark's fin. So anyway, yes, Remy, Har- Remy Harlan directed um, Deep Blue Sea, which I thought out of that list, I loved, I loved Die Hard 2, but I thought it was awesome that he directed Deep Blue Sea. Yep. I thought it was awesome that he directed that music video. That, that is amazing. I did not catch that in my research. So um, He also did, the only other one that I had that I wanted to mention was Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Oh, the Dream Master. Yeah, the Dream Master. Second only to Dream Warriors, Dream Nightmare Warriors. on Elm Street 3, which is arguably the best. I think that's a polarizing one. I like it. I like that one a whole lot, but I think there are a lot of people who don't like it because it's not as traditional a mm, horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason that it gets the division. Right, that it totally. Gets. Absolutely. I, could, I, could, I like it. I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It. I want to I rewatch I all of them. I have rewatched it recently, and it still holds... For me, it still holds mm-hmm. up. We should do a Nightmare on Elm Street Patreon episode. Talk about all those. I need to watch all of them. They were selling a whole bunch of bundles mm. for Halloween. Would I you- almost bought... The Nightmare on Elm Street. Would you pluralize it as a Nightmare on Elm Streets or Nightmares, nightmares. on Elm Street? Depends on how funny you want to be. Okay. Right? <laughs> Is it Attorney General's or Attorney's General? <laughs> uh, did you have any other movies on your list of Remy Harlan classics? Just Die Hard 2 and Deep Blue Sea and the LL Cool J. And the video for LL. <laughs> <Shark's> <laughs> like a, my hat is like a shark's fin. We t- it is like a shark's fin. 
deepest bluest. <laughs> My man Michael Rooker is in this movie. We talked about mm -hmm. this. How who also plays Yondu mm -hmm. in Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, I discovered. I did a little deep diving here to figure out has has Sylvester Stallone and Michael Rooker been in any other movies together? Uh, their paths do not cross again after Cliffhanger until Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, right. He's it. Stallone did because that. Because Stallone is the leader of the Ravagers that has sort of excommunicated Yondu mm -hmm. because of the misunderstanding of his involvement with Star-Lord and with Peter Quill. And Yondu gets redemption and that redemption is granted by Sylvester Stallone, a.k.a. the leader of the Ravagers uh, at the time. So I found out that that was the, the, the cliffhanger between... They did not work in another movie together between Cliffhanger and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And even Stallone's... Stallone only had a cameo right. in the Guardians movies. Right. In that a one Stallone specifically. Huh? Nice. A Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Leave me Stallone. <laughs> I thought about that and I because I remembered the two of them being in there together in Guardians. I thought, well, did they have you know but no, that was it. Cliffhanger and then almost thirty twenty almost twenty years later. Uh-huh. That's a stretch. Uh, Guardians too. So I thought that was an interesting fact. That is. Um, Did they both talk their about characters were kidnapped off Earth, and that's who they became. <laughs> so what I was going to mention earlier when we were talking about Stallone's dialogue, there's a lot of really bad dialogue in this movie, yeah. and that's to be expected. And, you know, I don't care about that so right. much because it is funny. And some of his delivery was bad, especially the stuff with Jackie. You know, it's hard for him to be convincingly in a relationship with someone on screen and have it play out. Unless he go, get unless he makes a joke or gets funny, mm -hmm. and I love I love Stallone's delivery of funny stuff. And my favorite line of his in the entire movie is when he and Jackie are making their way around to try and help Hal. See, at this point, they've broken away. He's broken away from his original captors and is now trying to get to the get in ahead of the the terrorist guys. And stop them. And collect and, and the money Jackie, before they and get collect it. the money before they get it. And Jackie has shown up now. What the hell are you doing here moment? And he's she's with him. And night falls. And it, he has discovered one of the cases with, you know, ninety sixty million dollars in it and thousand dollar bills. Uh, and they're they're light they have a campfire. And he's throwing money piles on the campfire to keep the fire going. And he says, costs a fortune to heat this place. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud at that line because it is it was so funny. And the his delivery when he relaxes uh -huh. and just doesn't think about it and says something funny, he's really good at uh -huh. that shit. Uh, he, I think he did that a lot in Demolition Man. His just delivery is is excellent, and I think that mo at that moment, if he could have pulled that kind of timing and that kind of you know delivery mm -hmm. throughout the whole movie, it would have would have been a lot better. Like they're getting there's 
they're hanging, they're getting, they've just discovered that the cave that they're in is about to be blown up by the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And, and he has, he has this old rope that he had to salvage. Right. And he and, he and Jackie, <laughs> it is Jackie, right? I think, I don't know. I just called her Jackie. I'm going to say Jackie. <laughs> they, they, they use the old rope to jump off the side of the of the cliff to get away from the explosion, which is definitely going to cause an avalanche. And sh- he goes to throw the rope over and ties it on, and she goes, is this old rope going to hold? And he goes, don't think so. And that was it. <laughs> don't think so. Ah! And they jump. And I'm like, that's the kind of shit I love about him. It, you know, he doesn't... I just love the way he sounds when he delivers these little quick quips that that have good timing Mm -hmm. and there was some of that and then there was some not that see the the rope was a miss for me was it a miss see i love that shit i mean i thought what's what i didn't like about it was fuck man that was like a good idea but like the way he said it it was just like it was like, damn it! You couldn't have like taken like a second take on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they probably couldn't. <laughs> I, I would imagine that there were a lot of things in this movie that they had one shot yeah. to get right, and then had to not do it again. You know, but yeah, I, I could see where you're coming from. But shit like that just makes me laugh. Yeah, and, but the the it's the same reason the John Lithgow accent. <laughs> makes me like it's the same thing where it's like i love it but you hate it it's like because it's not good you know but it's like it's fine though because it the movie is what it is Uh you know i don't know that i have ever laughed that hard out loud at 8 30 in the morning (laughs) than when he said it costs a fortune to heat this place that one i I fucking i was sitting in my office i work from home on friday and I was watching it in my and I literally just sat up and laughed so hard uh, at that. So thanks to Cliffhanger for making me start my day off with a with a laugh, with a chuckle. Um, Speaking of laughing, uh, have you guys seen the original theatrical trailer for Cliffhanger? Uh-uh. No, I should have sent it to you because <laughs> I didn't. I hadn't seen it either, but I read that in the original theatrical trailer of the movie audiences were laughing because there is at the end of it stallone like the scenes in the movie it's when the bridge collapses right, he's on a rope bridge right and he's running back across the rope bridge because they rigged it with an explosive at the end it's the scene it's it's after that i think he does like some kind of jump oh yeah to okay. get oh, yes to, to get over that chasm yeah. now that the bridge is destroyed. In the movie, that's like a 40-foot chasm. And they filmed him jumping over a 40-foot chasm from like below down in the chasm. There are, by the way, a lot of cool shots in this movie. Definitely. I mean, like, I was in the very beginning. The where scene where he's trying he's climbing to... up, and yes. it's like all upside down. Yes. It's like, holy shit, this is an amazing it's, shot. It's, it's effective. It's brilliantly effective. Yeah. Well, it felt yeah. so different. They felt different from a lot of other movies just because, like, with the rock climbing and the terrain and the direct... Like, yes. I haven't seen a lot of movies that are like that. Mm-hmm. So that's there why have I feel been... like... Okay, I've seen a lot of dystopian 
movies like Demolition Man, I haven't seen stuff like this. Mm-hmm. There have so. been several. I could make you if you if you want to see more. Do you want to know more? <laughs> Is there a Super Nintendo game related to it? No, but <laughs> I mean yes. <laughs> There's a lot of really good like mountain climbing type exciting mm. movies like this that if you're into it, I can make you a list. But anyway, that jump was edited in the movie. But that 40-foot jump is in the trailer, and audiences were howling with laughter. <laughs> because when you do see it, it is like, there's no fucking way. Like, I mean, that's, that is ridiculous. And out of context, it makes it even more funny. Right, Because yeah, it's a totally, trailer. Right, yeah. it's a trailer. And it's a real, like, dramatic trailer, too. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. and it's at the very end. <laughs> So it's like it's like it's just like building, 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 Ooh. and then Stallone jumping forty feet. No, <laughs> oh, no. So they, yeah, they decided to edit the movie because of that. Probably um, pretty smart. <laughs> it is good idea. Good idea. That's why we have, you know, they they get a free focus group out of the right. trailer. It's uh, uh, and I'm sorry, I said Jackie. It's Jesse. 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 Okay, I'll go back and edit every time I've said Jackie to say Jesse. But make sure you leave me in saying Jackie. I will. Thank you. I'm not going <laughs> to do any of that stuff. What am I? What am I? Directing cliffhanger here? <laughs> Sorry to the actress that played Jesse for fucking that up. Uh, there is a. Also fe- a Northern Exposure. That's right. Yes. <laughs> there is a. Uh, reboot in in progress of Cliffhanger as we speak. Is it really? Uh, it is a female-led reboot of Cliffhanger uh, that will likely feature Jason Momoa, not star him, but feature him, uh, because, you know, we need that, a reboot of Cliffhanger. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird decision. Right? Is this real? It's real. It's, I'm not they, making this up. I'm did, being dead serious. I don't understand. You know, the best jokes are the ones you have to explain. I don't. Ex- <laughs> I don't understand why we need a reboot of Cliffhanger. It's a weird one to do. I feel um, like. I guess we're going to need to undo all the atrocities that were done in this one. Or well, Jason Momoa is men. like, I'm always on beaches into the ocean. Put me in the mountains. I think. I'd like to sometime get to the point where we can all agree that sometimes having a movie once is plenty, uh-huh. and that just because it happened to feature lots of muscly, toxically masculine men doesn't necessarily mean it has to be redone, But because it was fine. If it is redone, <laughs> I want Jason Momoa to play Travers, and I want him to have that Dr. <laughs> Phil haircut God. and mustache. Man, that's that would good. Make it. That's totally good. fucking worth it. It would, and he would do it. I would too. go see it. I would go see. He it. I would go in, see it too, just for just that. Just for the haircut. Yeah, he curses in Dothraki though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at the uh, in the end, when he goes under the ice, he's fine because he he's also Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird scene, by the way. Cliffhanger. Well, it's like totally. I was so that confused. Was like, that was like clearly done in a movie set. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Totally. It, which is not the case for most of the rest of the movie. Right. But I also didn't understand like any of it because there's this scene where like Travers and Walker they're fighting, and then to be to be clear, yeah, I want to make sure our audience understands if you haven't seen Cliffhanger. 
the one there is a pecking order in which you want people to the bad guys to die. I I immediately had my list, and Travers was like number two right, on the list. Sure. I could not wait for him to get killed yes. because he was such an over the top dickhead. Mm-hmm. Continue. He uh, the scene where they're shooting. Like, okay, so they fall. Stallone falls to the ice. I need, and this is, I need explanation because I was so confused. I was like, okay, so Stallone falls through the ice and then decides to, instead of getting out of the ice, to swim under it. And I assume, like, okay, he knows if he pops up, he's going to get shot by Travers because Travers has a gun. And it's like, okay. So what's the plan then? Because <laughs> like Stallone just starts swimming under the ice. It's like, what do you? What, what are you gonna, and then he like turns to like I guess teleport through the ice or whatever and realizes oh shit there's this ice is here. ice <laughs> and I can't get out. <laughs> but then right after that moment he gets real calm and just sort of drifts with the water and sees Travers walking over him and knows. See, I think at this point he's like I'll bait Travers into shooting, trying to shoot at me, and I thought he was going to. Let Travers shoot the ice so he, so he can, can get pop out. out. Right. Instead, he gets him lined up and then shoots Travers through the ice with his nail gun. <laughs> <laughs> and still can't get out. What? Still has to get Hal to come pull him out. I know. Uh, yeah. I, with it, the reaching thing. They, they, they flash back to the reaching thing several times in this movie. Like we didn't get it. That oh, that's a, the, the that hand that's a reaching trigger down. point. Right, yeah. yeah, we get it. It's trigger. Yeah, this time he did it. This time he did it. Uh-huh. This time he did it. It's like yay. You know that he wants us to be like yay. Oh, he's overcome the thing that made him sad at the beginning. <laughs> so uh, you know, a little tropey, but yeah, he just fires his thing at, and and straight up just blasts giant holes in Travers at this point, and that wouldn't have happened. No. And Those all, guns are powerful, but they're not that fucking powerful. And that gun, that bolt gun or whatever. Yeah, that's the kind of it's the gun that climbers use to like plunge nails into the side of the cliff so they can hook on. And that was a big point of contention in the rock climbing community because they were like, that's not realistic at all. You don't typically use those because it destroys the rock, right? Because there's so much force that they it, like, like to wedge. The rock. They like to wedge with a hammer a between hammer. right cr- in cracks that are already there, right? Because you're not widening the crack; you're getting it inside the, you know, natural. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't like that, but it's like, oh, oh, but- there's got to be so many things that the rock climbing community didn't like about this movie. <laughs> but you know, the gun's in there because. He shoots Travers with it. But none you know of that. They worked backwards on that. <laughs> none of that had to happen. I mean, really, there could have been a, a better ways to dispose of Travers that would have been more appropriate. The underwater thing, it's like we managed to get almost all the way through Cliffhanger without someone going under the ice somewhere right. <laughs> and being wet. In yeah. addition, the fact that he's already not wearing hardly any clothing. I felt so bad for him. I did too. <laughs> they like send them up. I, they're so mean. They're, they're, they're so like, mean. Go, the, the very first kids are like, fetch. And they're like, Travers, take off all your clothes. Travers. <laughs> and they're like, take his coat for insurance. So he's, he's, he's 
climbing this fucking sheer cliff face in sub-zero <laughs> temperature in a t-shirt. It's a gray t-shirt. Well, before I watched this, I watched a whole big thing talking about Judge Dredd. So I know I'll get ahead of myself talking about Judge Dredd, but I feel like it's pertinent. No spoilers. Pert- I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it either. God, I, but the I whole big thing about him taking off his Judge helmet. Dredd. Like, that was the whole big thing. What Judge Dredd apparently in the comics does not take off his helmet. I said no helmet. spoilers. No, I knew uh, that. That's, <laughs> that's like the big complaint that's I always thing. hear about that movie. Yeah. But so I, I, heard, I was watching a video that Sylvester Stallone is known for being an absolute control freak. Mm. And it is what led to Judge Dredd being the kind of movie that it was. Mm. And he insisted, you know, he doesn't want his face not being seen. So, of course, I'm taking off the helmet. I don't give a right, shit. Right, right. So, I feel like it's probably a scene where, like, oh, yeah, I'm not, not showing off my arms. I'm not going to wear a jacket this whole fucking movie. Yeah. Give me a reason to take it off. I'm it, just not going to wear it. I worked I totally out for so, much, so many hours, and I have all this oil on yep. me. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I need my arms and muscles to be visible as much as possible, please. But he was cold. It, there's no way he wasn't cold all the time in this movie. And that's, that's I'm talking about Sylvester Stallone, not his character. Right. Because he wasn't wearing any fucking clothes. That, like, that, what, Tyler, what you said about him probably just wanting to show off uh-huh. totally tracks. Because I know, like, there's a quote from him saying that, like, he was in the best shape of his life in Cliffhanger. So he's like, yeah, I'm not going to wear a cover-up this whole uh-huh. time in the snowy mountains. It makes no narrative sense, because it's like, take his coat for insurance. Uh, what about his friend that we have here? Is he not insurance enough? No. Let's make it harder for him to get the thing that we need. <laughs> and... Let's make it possibly so cold out here he might not make it down. <laughs> Much less, you know, he won't be able to survive overnight <laughs> in the mountains dude, without it. Dude, earlier you said that like you love lawful evil uh, John Lithgow, which I also love lawful evil John Lithgow. <laughs> but this is Quaylen is chaotic evil. Oh, he's not okay. lawful That's evil because like and not sh- terribly bright. No, because like he's straight <laughs> up like um, they send Stallone up and they're like, okay, he's gonna get it. Uh, kill him when he comes down. <laughs> why? He says, why? He says, he says, the reasoning is, we don't need two guides. Well, why not? <laughs> like, isn't two guides better than one guide? He's just like, kill him when he comes down. Yeah. <laughs> well, and kudos to the other character who every time they put him in that scenario, multiple times. I know. Throughout the course of the movie, he's always like, no, they're gonna do the they're thing. They're gonna kill you. They're gonna do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna blow you up. He's yeah, like, he doesn't role. care. He's like, fuck it, uh-huh. fuck it. If the, the thing is, I like to think that Michael Rooker's character Hal was thinking they're gonna. I deal with death-defying situations all the time. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna kill me, right? And if they do. They're definitely going to die up here because <laughs> right. they need us to get anywhere. Yeah. They're not getting home without me. So fuck them. If they kill me, they're killing themselves and that would be just fine. I like to think that's sort of the mentality. Yeah, totally. And he, the fact that, yeah, I'm with you, Tyler. The fact that he's just like, fuck it. Gabe, look out. There's a bomb. <laughs> Shut up, you. Right. <laughs> Quiet, you. Quiet, you. <laughs> let's, let's keep telling the loud guy our plans. <laughs> 
And then also, like, it was proven that he doesn't, he, he will doesn't not listen and do what we tell him to do. His own safety is not a priority. <laughs> Point a gun in his head. It he doesn't was, fucking work. He was just mad at this guy for killing his girlfriend that he might have also been sleeping with, but he will not have any sense of his own self regard. They were just kissing friends, okay? <laughs> <laughs> there was like, and then there's a scene where uh, Travers is trying to like, get one over on Quaylen, which I loved that they were constantly at odds with each other. Because I love it when villains, they're, vil- they're both villains, but they're like forced to work together. And then you've got the guy. Quiet villain and loud villain. Right. And then you've got the guy who's also forced to work with them. So you've got this like They've put triangle. together. The, can I just get in on that a yeah, little? Yeah, please. The team that they assembled to steal this money. Right. The worst possible grouping of people i mean pretty bad especially for one for a narcissist to run yeah oh pretty bad. my god none <laughs> of these it's like first of all you know you would have thought that he would have said i hate every single one of these people but they really serve an important role on the team no they don't no. there was n- no. there was no point to either of the henchmen that weren't travers to any of the henchmen that weren't Travers other than cannon fodder. Black guy knew karate really well. Dude, can I tell he you did. about my favorite scene in the whole fucking yeah, movie? The whole too. goddamn fucking movie. I love this so goddamn much. <laughs> I, hope I laughed my fucking ass off. There's a scene where um, the black dude with the knife is like going to fucking kill Stallone. Blah, I'm going to kill you, yep. and then I'm going to take care of your bitch. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I'm going to treat her right. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, so they're fighting. He's kicking the shit out of Stallone. It's well, like, who, who, by the way, if you don't mind, again, everyone in this movie is a match for Sylvester Stallone, yeah. including John Lithgow, yes. which is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, that was the thing I had to suspend the disbelief the most, is that literally everyone could kick Sylvester Stallone's ass. I like ass. that he's not the ultimate badass. I, like I do, too. too. It makes sense that he's not. Because yeah. when he... Every time he's getting his ass kicked in the movie, which is a lot, uh, I would remind myself, oh, yeah, he's like a rescuer. He's not a he's he's not a fighter. Right. And but I get he it. He still manages to win in each of the fights. But, but the, the Bulk and Skull but, characters do love him so much, though. But I saw the, his arms. The Bulk and Skull characters, the the two comedic relief, oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. surfer climber guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh right. Who ha- one of them has to be. I thought oh. one of them would be named Bodie. Dude, it's for Gabe. Sure. It's Gabe, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We're like, what are you doing with these guys? He reminded me of that commercial that they play all the time on the radio around here where it's. Hey, it's Dave, man. Dave's not here. No, I just got back from feeling groovy, man, at, at Anna in Vine, Illinois. That's got the, the most unique gift shop in town. Dave's not here. This is Dave, man. Are we doing Cheech and Chong bits yeah. on the radio now? They're just stealing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out. No free pub. Anyway. <laughs> but, man, so the dude, they're fighting in these caves, right? And they're like... The 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 bad guy's got a knife. He's kicking the shit out of Stallone, talking about how he's gonna treat his lady and fucking. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna uh, get Katie and cut some bacon off your back. <laughs> <laughs> and so Katie they're fighting in this. There's fighting in this cavern with all these stalactites. Uh-huh. And then like Stallone just like he's like down on the ground, and he goes and he reaches up, he grabs the guy's 
balls through his <laughs> pants. And then he grabs his neck and then he stands up and does a shoulder press into the ceiling of the cavern. Of an obviously 230 pound dude. Oh, yeah. No, this is not. <laughs> made a, he's made a paper, though, to be fair. <laughs> that just slides right through that stalactite. And he just impales him on this stalactite. I fucking love that so much. Yeah, it is, it is so fucking stupid, but also so much fucking fun so when that happens. I, it, I actually said, oh, hell yeah. And that, knife, <laughs> and that knife is hilarious, too, because like the moment he pulls that knife out, I'm like, that's not a real knife. <laughs> I, mean, it does, I mean, maybe it is, but it's super. The only see, thing laugh. that would have been more satisfying is if he had then dropped him on a stalagmite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was hoping for that. It was like a Mortal Kombat video. It really was. I mean, it, it really straight was. up was. I laughed in the same, like, fight whenever, like, the guy's was knife. I'm only going to ask you three <laughs> times. <laughs> Where's the money? <laughs> Two more times. Right? <laughs> And he did Stallone missed and he's so like, many. It's like a ninja move and shit. Yeah. It's, and he's like, I'm gonna kill you anyway. It's like the guy's all over the place. Stallone missed so many your mama jokes there too. Like yeah. I left it at your mom's place <laughs> last night or something. You know, just just anything would have worked better than I burned it. Uh -huh. Like don't tell him that. Tell him. I paid your mom with it last <laughs> night. <laughs> Something, but yeah, that was good shit. Oh, it's so funny. And it was, it was satisfying because that guy also goes out of his way to be just an absolute oh, yeah. prick yeah, 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 yeah. for no reason. Again, they're back to let's just fucking be 100% awful uh, all the time, yeah, yeah. and they'll probably just play along because they're scared of us. The villains in this asses. movie are young D and D players playing their first evil characters. Sounds yes. where they're just right. nonsensically yes. prickish murderers okay. for no reason. Hear me out. This might sound a little crazy, but I used to be a professional soccer player, and now I steal millions of dollars. <laughs> that I want to talk about that scene too, because I was also laughing my ass off at that, where it's like one of the villains, I guess, used to be a professional <laughs> soccer player and is kicking Hal, Michael Rucker's character around like a soccer ball, <laughs> calling the shots. <laughs> I uh, like the old man was just a delivering the system for a knife. Yep. That's all it all he was. <laughs> yep. I uh had a lot of fun watching this movie. Oh yeah, me too. And and I, for whatever your reasoning, I highly recommend everyone give this a watch. It's a good movie. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a popcorn movie, as yeah. they call it. Yeah. Uh, because despite the fact that it is just loaded with insensical, oh. nonsensical, and banal dialogue, oh. it is really well shot. There are a lot of good action scenes, a lot of really great stunts. It's 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 worth a watch. A little less than two hours of your day, and you'll be glad you saw it. That that's all I have to say about Cliffhanger. Yeah. I don't know if that covers it for you guys. Got the a movie. A little bit of trivia. Yes, let's have some trivia. Uh some of it I've already mentioned. Some of it came up organically, but um I meant to mention when you were talking about a reboot. Yes. Stallone wanted to do a sequel to Cliffhanger. He's wanted to do a sequel called The Dam. 
for a long time. Ooh, I love the sound of that. It's interesting, but at the same time, it's like, that's not on a mountain. Like, the whole thing about Cliffhanger is like, it's on a mountain, you know? Right. But if they're climbing around the dam, I guess that would be a thing. I'm done with this. I'm going to go work on the dam. (laughs) I can't possibly run into any trouble there. Have you ever seen the movie Daylight with Sylvester Stallone? No, I haven't. The uh, there is a collapse of a tunnel that goes under water, and the tunnel is filling with water, and he has to try to get a group of people out of the tunnel before it fills with water. And there's a criminal element, I think, in there somewhere. But uh, it's bad water. I'm wondering if daylight came as a as as a we're not doing the right. dam, right? Maybe. But I have an idea. What year did it come out? Do you know? I can look. I don't know. Because um, he wanted to do the sequel. He wanted to do The Dam in 1994. That didn't work out. Uh, and then he tried to resurrect it again in 2008. So if the movie you're talking about came out after 2008, say there's probably a pretty good won. chance. Um, Daylight, <laughs> Daylight came out in um, 1996. Oh, wow. Okay. It was three years after Cliffhanger. Uh, Daylight fact. Daylight for me is another one of those um it i doubt doubt there's a game for it but it belongs uh in the stallone catalog of we should watch these movies sometime anyway there was someone else who was potentially going to be cast as quaylen uh i would have absolutely have loved to see this i think honestly even more than lithgow that's christopher walken that you mean his character? Sense. You mean Christopher Walken's character from A View to a Kill? Because <laughs> he was basically Quaylen in A View to a Kill. His name was Z- 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 began with a Z. I can't remember. I was thinking Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he's Christopher Walken in everything, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But in in A View to a Kill, the the hit nineteen eighty four James Bond movie starring. Roger Moore oh, and Grace wow. Jones, uh, he was that guy. He was this megalomaniacal. Um, he would be he would be the equivalent of like an Elon Musk, evil Elon Musk type today. But he had that same you just say attitude. Elon Musk. <laughs> just I can leave. I was that was redundant. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, that he it's like saying been. an ATM machine. AT- ATM them is part of the machine. <laughs> do you think they would have had Christopher Walken do the accent? I hope so. <laughs> Can you imagine I hope so. Christopher I Walken's take uh, on a really bad British accent? Uh, There's it. no way it would be good. I want to hear it. I mean, good, good. I think it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. No matter what, yeah, <laughs> and it would be in great. it's awfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly, Stallone wanted to do... Part of the reason he wanted to do this movie was to try to help him get over his fear of heights. Which seems like a real f- immersion therapy. Ooh, boy, <laughs> not the way I would have gone, but okay, I guess. And then there's a scene in the movie. I thought this was really interesting because when I was watching the movie, I thought that was weird. There's a scene in the movie where I think it's Travers, like just goes fucking crazy, and he's like, "I'm gonna hunt him down," and he's got this. Yeah, fucking- he's given up. He's at this point. He's like, "Fuck it." He, he, he loses. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 He's got big, big, big. What's Bill? Uh, shit. What's his last name? Bill. What's his name? Fuck it. We'll do it live. Energy. Yeah. That that is Travers' character in a perfect nutshell. 
I don't know. Man, I can't believe I'm brain farting on that. But uh, there's a scene where, like, I think I think it's him. Correct me if I got my scenes mixed up. I might have. Where he fucking goes crazy and just starts shooting at a rabbit because the rabbit has yeah. Stallone's character put the tracker on the rabbit. Yes, it's so him. They it's... think they're going to the case, but they're actually going after a rabbit. He's had enough. And he's... Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, thank big you. Bill O'Reilly yes. energy. Yeah, yeah. And he goes sure. nuts and starts. Yeah, he goes, he goes straight up the scene from Predator where they all freak out <laughs> yeah. and just unload into yeah. the forest, into the I'm going to have me a good time. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> I'm going to cut your name into it. <laughs> but yeah, he does. He and, and he And the fucking funniest fuck you in this movie is after he unloads his rifle on this rabbit. He missed the rabbit. The rabbit pops back up. <laughs> he missed, and then he loses it. Uh-huh. It's like I can't. It's like I can't even kill a fucking rabbit with this machine gun. And it was the final fuck you. I, and then he just goes nuts. I thought it was weird that he didn't kill the rabbit. Like I remember when I was watching the movie, I was like, "Huh, it's a lot of bullets." <laughs> Snow is. I mean. Yeah, I guess going to absorb a couple of those. Originally, that rabbit dies in the movie. Oh, when, really? And when they screened it, audiences were so disgusted <laughs> by it. <laughs> that that tracks. That I love it. Sylvester Stallone paid $100,000 of his own money to reshoot that rabbit coming back up <laughs> over the <laughs> snowman. I love that. I love that. I thought that was wild. A lot of people could have been like, cut the scene. Because <laughs> he still has plenty of freak out coming. Right. Yeah. After that, he, because it's really hilarious that he's like, gets on the radio. At this point, the FBI is on their oh, way right. in the helicopter. He gets on the radio and he says, Fuck you, Quaylen. I'm out. You fucked. He's like, don't. No names. No names. (laughs) This is an open signal. Fuck you, (laughs) Eric Quaylen. Says his full name. He just goes goes straight. Randy Quaylen. Flips off the entire world from the top of the mountain and then goes after Gabe. Mountain sickness. <laughs> Surprised they didn't come up with that. <laughs> Something like that. Hypoxia. Oh man. They weren't that high up. Fuck. It's the Wendigo. The Wendigo. The Wendigo. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Recommend. Mm-hmm. I do recommend. I watched it in 30 minute increments, which is I hear how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. But it still worked. I just had it was just busy. It was just like I got 30 minutes. I watched okay. That was good. I'd wait till the sa- the yeah. scene was over and be like, pause. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then I'd go and do the things I need to do and be like, all right, I got 30 more minutes. Sit down. Okay. I still enjoyed it that way. Yeah. It, it was a good, it's a great movie. I hadn't seen it in a while, so I'm really glad I got the chance to rewatch. Um, four stars. Wizen Sage, uh, what's my name? Wizen Poochie says, check it the fuck out. I love it. I but love this movie. I didn't expect to like it. I, tr- I truly did. <laughs> I truly went into this being like, fuck. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, yeah. it translates so well into the SNES game. It does. Because <laughs> if, you know, if I were like, man, if I'm going to make a cliffhanger movie, what genre, what genre do I make a video game off of cliffhanger? 
Well, there are only like five bad guys, so it's got to be a side-scrolling beat-em-up. I was was about to say, I think the developer also (laughs) asked that question, and they were like, I don't know. Uh, We should put like some some of the worst platforming in a video game in it as well. How about this? How about we take a break okay, and come back and talk about the the cliffhanger the the cliffhanger maybe not as good as the movie. Yeah. I think that's let's talk about the video game. I have some say. thoughts as well and I think I think we should probably get to that. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. Uh, if I were omnipotent for a day, I'd make myself omnipotent forever. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Hello. Oh, uh, Rachel, it's the Visa card people. Oh, okay. Will you take my place? All right. Yes, this is Rachel. In second gear. But when it hasn't been your day, a week, month, or even your year, well, I'll be there for you. When the rain starts to pour, I'll be there for you. Like I've been there before, I'll be there for you. Cause you're there for me too. The big night, date night, Saturday night, Saturday night. <laughs> no plans, huh? Not a one. Things are going great. Your mother warned you there'd be days like these. But she didn't tell you when the world has brought you down to your knees. That I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. Like I've been there before, I'll be there for you Cause you're there for me too You know, on second thought, gum would be perfection (laughs) Gum would be perfection? Gum would be perfection Could've said gum would be nice, could've said I'll have a stick, but no, 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 no For me, gum is perfection Like I've been there before, I'll be there for you Cause you're there for me too Cause you're there for me too Why would I? It's not like I know her. I can't believe you people. But here you are, calmly talking about the murder of a beautiful, innocent woman whose only crime, as far as I can see, is that she married you, Jimmy. So you know what, I'm I'm not gonna listen to this anymore. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna go! I'm gonna... Does this slide? And now for the game dog. Game talk. Game talk. We're doing a draft for the game talk. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Everybody's just going to have to tune in next week when we do our intro stories and our draft and, draft and all the stuff we would normally do. Okay. That's fair. 
And Not for the them, for the me. listeners to know, we're doing cliffhanger this week. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break next week because of scheduling. So we're gonna have an all calls mm-hmm. uh, that we're gonna record today yeah. as well. We've had a rough schedule, a bit, this a month. bit of a rough mm-hmm. schedule, and we're glad that we've had the time to be able to get everything done. Uh, but so we're gonna skip uh, next week. The Stallone Fest is gonna be paused while we do an all calls. In a, in a catch up with you episode, and then back to Stallone uh, with Judge, Judge Dredd, Dredd the yeah. following week. Yeah. So. I really appreciate you guys hanging with me because, like, I know I was at a lot of the reschedulings because of me because I was at oh, I was that, traveling for too. work, and then uh, Henry had his musical at school that I didn't want to miss, and that was on a regular recording night. So it was nice too, though, that this, we ended up having to do that. We're recording on a Friday night mm-hmm. uh, this week because of all of the scheduling mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo, and that. That means I don't care how late we're here <laughs> nice because I don't have to, to be at work first thing in the morning. <laughs> right. So yeah, it worked out real well. And I don't think I've ever done a two twofer in one oh. night with you guys. So this will be the first for me. Nice. And we're yeah. gonna and we're totally gonna pretend like uh, we didn't just record an episode oh, yeah. five minutes prior to this. Let's on next episode. We are okay. Let's <laughs> no. Let's, that was not a. That was that was a command. <laughs> let's predict no, the so. things that are going to happen in the week. Let's start off next episode with all our like. Wow, that was a crazy week, right? Yep. <laughs> I think work is probably going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, and, we just did you the know, bingo card. Um, <laughs> Saw a lot of frog pussy this week. Yeah, <laughs> work was crazy. <laughs> La Mulana. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Uh, Tyler, what are we playing? What did we play this week? Cliffhanger. Yes. I like it when you say it like it's a death metal. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. I gotta say it like the uh, not all cool like uh, the nine tailed fox in the the subtitle the sub, Naruto, yeah. but the awful dubbed one. <laughs> Where whenever they become friends, it really makes no sense. Hearing lots of dialogue come from Karama being like, I don't come on, I don't know. <laughs> Put our energies together. <laughs> well, Cliffhanger, the box art. What did you guys think of the box art for Cliffhanger? I would have been surprised if they had done anything short of having a picture of uh, Sylvester Stallone hanging mm. off of a cliff. <laughs> I would have been disappointed. Uh, at, yep. at, then, of course, it is just the, sh- the scene of him hanging off a cliff. It is, but it's it's. I feel like they could have chosen a better still because, like, he's got this like dumb smirk. Like, it's not even like a cocky. It's almost smirk. like a promo shot, it, right? Yeah. Or, or it's like from the beginning, I guess. Maybe yeah, it is where it's right like, from oh, the beginning. nothing bad has happened yet. I yeah. feel like this should be like <laughs> him in his fucking gray t-shirt. You he's know, fresh stabbing, right. fresh stabbing two guys who are also <laughs> wielding two knives. Right, get it five knives on the box art because that's better representative of the game. And <laughs> a guy on a platform. W- Several guys on several platforms <laughs> up on the side of the mountain with rifles. Shooting bullets bigger than the shooting gun. Shooting bullets bigger than the barrel Boy, of the gun. Can't wait to talk about those bullets. The bullets were fun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, the box art was fine. I think it does one of the, it does the thing. Like, it's just, it's curb appeal. It's going to be like, whoa, this is a Stallone game. Mm-hmm. This is a... Same reason they did it that way for Demolition Man. The same reason all the Simpsons games are what they are. They just put it out there because we want people to see that this is a movie or a game based on this movie starring Sylvester Stallone, and we were able to get his 
likeness for the box art. Uh-huh. Right. Which by this point in the game, you'd think people would have known better than to fall for it. But here we are. Here we are. If you were to compare your experiences playing this game to a movie or a celebrity or or, or some form of media, what would you compare it to? Um, Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay. I mean, yeah. and they've they've mentioned that earlier. This is Die Hard on a mountain, for sure. Yeah. And it, it's just that action packed, but it's it, it again. It's because of the movie. The game itself, I'm not gonna bother. I mean, it's oh. it's like a, I don't know, I don't know. This this there's a, I have lots of things to say about the game. Yeah. I do. Dave, I, what's your what's your response? It's uh, if we're doing piece of media, that would be great because mm-hmm. def- mine, mine is a piece of media. American Gladiators for me because because <laughs> nice. I mean that's what it felt like. It's just like running these fucking like weird obstacle courses <laughs> and like all of that shit was just like there's the fight blowing. with every villain was like coming to nitro at the end. Yeah. He's got a diamond. Yeah. While somebody is firing tennis balls at you <laughs> right. from an air cannon. It's, yeah. That's the vibe that's of this a good game, one. man. That's a good one. Probably even more so than the actual American Gladiators game, which yeah. we'll play. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. <laughs> 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 it'll, it'll be great, Dave. I already have no, I already have feelings about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) I chose the uh, cripple fight from South Park. (laughs) Okay. And when Jimmy and uh, Timmy Uh, fight, mm -hmm. because uh, the game is really slow, slow as two crippled people getting in a fist fight. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. It's brutal in its own way, but it's real slow. My answer before you said piece of media would have been Dr. Phil, for sure. <laughs> I still can't get over how much goddamn he looked like Dr. Phil. <laughs> it's, an, it's a different look to choose. And they put him in the game, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> He's pretty much in there, but like they gave him a skullet. Because I guess they were like... And no mustache. <laughs> I think he had the mustache. Not in his little representative icon at the top of oh, the screen. I didn't look He's at that. He's clean shaven in it, that. That's and hilarious. Like, you could have you literally <laughs> made... You could have put a picture of anyone yeah. with a mustache, uh-huh. and it would have been better than what Dude, you did. That's hilarious, because I feel like the sprite... Had a mustache, maybe, but it like did. the profile because I didn't even look at the profile picture. Oh. That one did not. That's great. It was it was rough. It was rough. A little inconsistency. Cons- inconsistency is a good word to describe everything about this game, mm-hmm. unless you refer to its boring and mundane gameplay mm-hmm. and level design. Mm-hmm. Um, level design's a problem. It's <laughs> a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. Still which, looks more like a greaser from Greece than yes. he does. Literally, what white T-shirt and like jeans, yeah, yeah. brawler yeah. pose going through. Yeah, they. Uh, I fight for the Jets. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, size. We scrolling. are the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your lip gals? The Sharks. Yeah, I love that. The Sharks. I left the FBI and I joined the Sharks. <laughs> now I'm the only pilot. Now that I've murdered my girlfriend. <laughs> I don't like side scrolling beat em ups to begin with. Yeah. 
Oh bad, boy. Even and bad ones are even worse. And this was a bad one. This is a insulin. Bad one. Would you have thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> he does say that. I forgot about that. He does say that. He does. He does. I rolled my eyes. I know. And when he's, I was like, Jesus Christ, is this necessary? This pets are face. Yes, my, yeah. my, my expendable pets. <laughs> Just keep fucking pushing it. <laughs> Just make sure you've got all your entire team just as mad at you and as each at each other as possible. You'll make somebody a fine wife one day. <laughs> you haven't even seen me cook. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I, imagine, I imagine John Lithgow like, talking to the director like in between scenes and he's like, so should I always be out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please. Always ten. Oh. Uh, the game. The back to the game. <laughs> She's the parallel to your white cat that you're stroking. So that's how you need to treat her character. A, a lot of these <laughs> one-liners. <laughs> a lot of these one-liners make the scroll under this cutscenes in, the in game. between levels. Ugh. A lot of this, Ugh, as if so. to say, we love this dialogue so much, and it was so catchy and meaningful that we had to include I, it. I in know the game. I made this joke before, but it looks like. Someone drew the cast from memory, <laughs> yeah. trying all these cutscenes because with, they, with Microsoft just Paint. the, the vaguest. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm not sure that they got the likeness rights for anybody else in the movie. I really don't think. I mean, we talked no about this in Demolition Man, where yeah. it's like Stallone looked like Stallone. And I feel like everyone else kind of looked like, yes, like mm -hmm. you said, Tyler, they were drawn from, from memory. <laughs> <Yeah>. Did Travers <laughs> have a mustache? I don't, mm, I don't ah! think so. Where we had... He was bald, remember. though. Yeah. yeah, he was bald. He had like a Frasier cut, right? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I can Early say... Early Frasier or late Frasier? <laughs> late Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I can say is where this game the one of the ways that this game succeeded and we'll get into this good things bad things stuff in a minute but i do want to note that i felt like this game at least made the effort to follow somewhat the plot of the movie even though they did a little rewriting of it to fit the game sure they they did a better job of sticking with the movie than demolition man did that is true uh, this, i agree with that they they wanted this to be a your playing the game of the movie mm -hmm. as opposed to where they just completely dropped the ball in last week's episode of them on Demolition Man. At least the effort was made this time around. And I, I want to make sure that's clarified before we Are we proceed. on the good things? Out, outside of a, a beat-em-up was not the right genre for... Man, but I love that it was... <laughs> I, I mean, I agree that it. I agree that it wasn't the right genre because. I, but then again, I don't know. What, man. what? What would? Yeah. At the same time, what would I pick? What would I choose? Uh, I mean, a platformer I think makes the most sense if you're actually cliffhanging. Uh, but like uh, I first think person a, dungeon crawler, probably <laughs> a dating sim. Well, listen, I, I actually made I actually made a note here about this just once, and I think it would have been amazing for this to happen for a random movie like Cliffhanger. I would love for the developers to just knock it out of the park. And I think like an RPG would have been excellent here. You have <laughs> like a Zelda style RPG because you've got you've got to go find all the cases, you've got to fight the bosses, you've got to rescue your friends. You know, I think something like that yeah. would have mm -hmm. been neat. And if they just said, you know, 
fuck it. We're not going to make this a big violent beat em up type of thing. We're going to make this an adventure mm-hmm. game and a thrilling, you know, bridges falling out from under you and things like that. I think that would have been awesome. Like Yoda stories. Did you ever play Yoda story? Oh, I did. God, yeah. I haven't thought about that in forever. That's like a Star Wars yeah. uh, Zelda game. But I think it would have been neat for the developers to just jump in with something completely unexpected and and make it a good game. But yeah. again, I know the budgeting and the they're out there to get this out there for people to just buy on a goof and yeah, not because they're a, looking for an excellent gaming experience. That's a good point. I mean, doing an R- if they would have done an RPG, like an action RPG, it probably would have been a very bad one. I mean, right. you know, right. I, I don't think we're... I hate to be like this, but I don't think whatever whatever cliffhanger product they put out, I don't... It was destined yeah, to be Yeah, they're not like getting Square Enix to right. fucking build a A-tier or S-tier you know, RPG. This was developed by Malibu Interactive. I get... It. Maybe it would have made sense as my least favorite genre, which is the cinematic platformer. Yeah. Make it to where you're barely able to get to your jump and your climbs are difficult. Yep. You're, I mean, you're already... You're traversing is the hardest already the part. That's already the case. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, the jumps are like, what the uh, fuck, man? But, like... Jumping I, on that log in the river? <laughs> that was I, no, the my God. The, yeah, well, I'm going to talk about that for sure. But, like, I feel like... I think they got to a beat em up from like this route. I honestly do think if you were like, take the movie cliffhanger and add up all the scenes where people are fighting, it far outweighs like anything else in the movie. You know, like I, I like, like it, yeah, that's true. Because there's so <laughs> much fighting in it, and that's it's like, true. And which I like. I mean, I think that yeah. makes it a fun yeah. movie. Um, but I, I think that that's maybe how they got to a beat em up. Maybe they were like, I don't know. Everyone's gonna think this is a platformer, so why don't we fucking zag? It surprised me. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, I mean, yeah. when it fired up, I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking beat 'em up. And I got excited I for knew, a second. I knew you would <laughs> briefly. Just what the Sega CD version had, like a like a first person snowboarding level. Where you jump over pieces of terrain and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it it didn't look terrible. Did they do a base jumping scene where you could base jump as the kids? That would have been cool, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they get shot and killed. Missed opportunity there. Man, yeah. And we didn't even talk about in the movie. There's so much. There's so much in the movie, man. We didn't talk about the wolves trying to eat the kid. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's all the movie's all over the place. I even noted in my Zelda-style RPG that wolves could be enemies. (laughs) You got to get the gun to scare the wolves off. Yes. Yes. And then we didn't talk about old man Frank dying. Frank gets it hard. Yeah. We knew this was coming. We knew it was coming. Frank! Like, <laughs> Hal, <longest>. once again. <laughs> the, that is the point at which they just let Hal Man, go. They're yeah, like, fuck yeah. it. He's going to do it anyway. We might as well let him be up there to see, see his friend get murdered. Oh, man. But there was, yeah, we didn't get any of that. We didn't get any of that in this game. Yeah, we could have, the game could have been. Pretend to be dead simulator. Pretend to be dead until Frank shows up <laughs> yes. and shoot him simulator. <laughs> In mode seven, yes, of course. I think they could have had. I think oh, one a of the, management sim where you play Quaylen, and said you're just directing everybody. What to. <laughs> but a but management sim. <laughs> but you. But like, if you're not overtly aggressive, they 
Oh, shit. They don't they respect don't do you. anything. You see the meter of respect meter, going down, yeah. so you got to be super aggressive to keep them hostile oh, but in line. There's also like a rage meter where like they disappoint you a certain number of times and it feels you have to kill them. Yes. <laughs> um, again, I don't know that they... I can't say that I should have expected this. I would have thought that maybe some cold damage give you incentive to move, move, move. Yeah. There's no cold damage. Or like climbing stamina. Mm-hmm. And again, I kind of am falling into the Zelda thing right. here where you are in cold weather and you they take damage and die if you don't get to a fire. Gotta or, get your blue t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so get you your don't. blue suit on. But you Dark Souls style, you have to find the campfire. I know. I game. love that. I love yes. that you go to like, the campfires. Yeah. Tiny little... Uh-huh. And I, I'm... Why would they not make the campfires be out of money? I know you got to put money on them. Yeah. <laughs> throw some money on there. You know, oh, you c- pick up money term, you kill a bad guy and then throw throw it on the money. fire, yeah. and that like replenishes some of your health. Like yes. the more money you throw on the fire, the more health. Right. You get back. Instead of it just now, I, I did like the fact that they put them there and it replenishes all your health right. and you get a fresh yeah. run at everything. And they're essentially a checkpoint. Yeah, too. they're checkpoints mm-hmm. and they're good. They're 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 frequent enough. Yeah. So, I guess. I mean, yeah, they, they are. If you get that far, I guess they're frequent enough. I feel like they're frequent enough, but they're constantly like in juxtaposition with the fact that this game is like, oh, there's no continues in this game. Like, forget no about password, that. No continues. Yeah, forget about all that. And then it's like, <laughs> I even got to a point where it's like, uh, cheat codes, right? I found some for the Sega Genesis. Uh, but I didn't find any for the Super Nintendo because I wanted to like, there's a code for the Genesis to give yourself 99 lives. And it's like, fuck yeah, let's do this Contra style where it's, yeah. I can just throw Got nothing my, to lose. Yeah, just throw myself at the meat grinder. Push forward. Yep. Traverse style. Traverse yeah. style. Traverse style. <laughs> uh, one of the first like bosses you fight is the, one of the characters' names is Heldon yes. in the movie. And Heldon in the movie is a short dude with long flowing blonde hair. Heldon in the game is a big bald dude, super tall, <laughs> real super tall, tall, like a good foot taller than. If you punch him, it says you and Dore. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even try with him, and I like. S- it wasn't even a missing Travers mustache thing. It no. was like the guy didn't look a thing like his character in the movie. In his profile <laughs> photo, I did notice because I, I was like oh this I- game was based on the novelization <laughs> sorry fuck that would be great <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to play a video game based on the novelization <laughs> of, of a movie cliffhanger uh-huh. specifically of cliffhanger. Of cliffhanger or Street Fighter the movie <laughs> <laughs> the mask also has a novelization oh Let's not forget. shit you see, club Tadpog book club <laughs> you see in the book Heldon was bald <laughs> Oh, that's weird. When I read the book, I pictured uh, Trevor's, uh, Trevor's to be Kevin Costner. It's weird that he, well, he wasn't. <laughs> I didn't want him to be that much of a dick. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I just can't remember. I had said cold damage, and we went mm-hmm. to the little campfires and throwing money mm-hmm. on the campfires. Oh, the profile. Yes. You're, you were talking about Heldon. Yes. Like... He looks like, because I didn't even recognize him. I was like, who is this guy from the movie? Was this guy in the movie? And now I know, based on what you said. But in order to try to figure it out, I was like, for once, I guess I did look at the the profile image of the, who you're fighting. And I was like, that looks like 
Michael Rooker? I don't know. Is he like, and his name is Hal. Is this like the hell version? Is this like <laughs> hell done? He has a little mustache <laughs> to differentiate him. He's evil Hal. I like how they translated, uh, you know, all the low roundhouse kicks that Sylvester Stallone does in the movie over to the video game. To, you know, at the cost of your health to do your little kick. It's a sweet move. I didn't even know about it at first. Yeah. When you, if you do R or L, like, yeah, he does this, like, low sweep. And I didn't realize that it was sapping my health every time I did it. Because I was like, I found it. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm, this is it. Yeah, this I, is found, the move. I found the magic bullet cost to get you. Peter Clifford. It'll cost you, though. Uh-huh. And then one guy hit me once, and I was like, what? Oh, I see. No. <laughs> I've been drinking. One of those, yeah. okay. I've been dark nighting this. The other thing <laughs> that I found sure. funny about this was at one <laughs> point. Life into pieces. At one point in the game, much like in the movie, you make it to the Douglas Station, which is like a, 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 a ranger station, an old ranger station on the mountain that's been there forever and ever. In the movie, that's where he and J. J- Jesse Jesse meet up and he he is has been only in his t-shirt this whole time mm. and he runs into the building and she's like oh my god you're frozen and she breaks open the display and gets him in his old sweater an old sweater out of the display of old mountain equipment uh and and he puts that on uh but when he goes to the Douglas station in the game after leaving Douglas Station, he's still only wearing a T-shirt. They didn't even bother to change the sprite to having wearing a sweater, which would have literally involved just coloring him in <laughs> at the top, his arms. Uh, but, but yeah, he, he does not actually put a sweater on in the game. So he fights through <laughs> this entire game in a T-shirt and jeans or whatever. So have we said good things? I have some good things. I, I have, have, I have, mentioned I have one. believe it or not, I have several good things. Okay, what you got? Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I like that your weapon doesn't just get knocked out of your hand when you get hit. Yeah. Like it's very common in a beat em up where you mm-hmm. like have a knife or something, and as soon as you get hit, it knocks your knife, knife away. Pipe, right. club, one hit gone. Yeah. I like that you get to keep it. Yeah. Well, as long as you're alive and as long as you don't pick up another weapon, you get to keep that weapon. Yeah. And you need the weapons. His his fighting isn't great. His moves aren't great. No, they're pretty they're like, pretty terrible. They're movie accurate. That was my good thing. They're <laughs> yeah. movie accurate in that his punches don't do very well like they do in the movie, but when you shoot someone or stab someone, they do die pretty quickly. Pretty quick. So that was accurate. But that not was not quick enough was my Not grade. quick enough. It's like if I Okay, I get it. It takes two swipes with the knife to kill. Okay, I can live with this. It should be one shot with the gun. Yeah, and sometimes it and, was, and sometimes with the knife hitters. it's three. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I would get Some frustrated because it's like I'd stab the dude twice, they'd fall down and have just like the fucking like cat's whisker. Mm, I know. <laughs> it's it's like, like, all right, y'all. You know, this game is already long enough and boring enough. We don't need the fights to go on any mm-hmm. longer. Round I'm up not, the damage. I'm not yeah, <laughs> round it up. I'm not feeling like I'm getting more of my money's worth mm-hmm. because I, it took me extra time to kill this guy. But I did like that you get to keep your weapon for as long as you choose to. Um, I I did mention 
actual character names and the other characters were in this game, whether they just be in cutscenes or whatever. Yeah. Even though their likenesses were not great, they were there. They were mentioned. There was yep. no mention of, you know, Sandra Bullock's character for Demolition Man right. or any of the others, as we said before. So I do like that they at least had that on on their list of things that they needed to do. Um, I thought that there was several I thought it was good that they had as many like checkpoints slash healing spots as they did. Yeah. Um, especially given the fact that there were no continues and no extra, there's some extra lives in there. I think they're points based. Yeah, you get. I think I got an extra life at a hundred thousand yeah. points. I never got to two hundred thousand points, so I don't know if you get more. Um, they did do. A, they rewrote the script a little, you know. In the game, you're kind of going to get all the cases for Quaylen. Mm. Okay, Quaylen, I've got your second case. You better not touch Hal. All right, I've got your third case. Come meet me. You know, it, they sort of did that. I think they did that on purpose because they needed to get get through it. You know, um, and I thought that the, the fact that they had cut scenes that were relevant to the movie again was a nice touch. But boy, those renderings of those people were just terrible. It's bad. They were awful. Um, and then I, my last good thing is uh, the bats were in the game. I didn't get that the far. Scene, I watched a long play, uh, which was only about 40 minutes, uh, because I'm terrible at beating them ups. I get frustrated easily, and I don't like them anyway. So I played this game for about 20 minutes and then watched a long play. Uh, the, there is a scene where the bats chase you, similar to the avalanche. avalanche. Only the thing... <laughs> of, well, uh, yeah, and the thing about that scene, though, that I thought... About that part of the game that I thought was neat... Was a they included, they included it, it right. and b uh, it goes to the left and straight across. It's not you're not running to the right, uh -huh. you're running to the left, which is you don't see that a lot, right? In kind of cookie cutter movie based games like this, yeah. Um, and it wasn't downhill; it was just horizontal across gaps, and you know you had to jump rocks and stuff. Mm -hmm. But the whole time, a swarm of bats is chasing you, and I thought that was neat that what I thought to be sort of a completely unnecessary scene in the movie, mm -hmm. they went ahead and decided, ah, we could make a cool thing out of that. We can do the bats. So that was my, that was my last good thing. Well, it's all about making you not want to climb rocks. Oh, I didn't want to anyway. Makes you do not do it. And this, the, yeah, watching this, the movie <laughs> cemented that. I was like, yeah. that looks like a lot of work and that like is really hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What are you, some of your good things, Dave? Um, so I loved how the enemies died in this game because it was hilarious. <laughs> they like, when an enemy is dead, lying dead on the ground before they flash and disappear, they got the perspective on the dead bodies so fucking wrong. It is hilarious. It's like they're flat. It's like the people, they look like they deflated. Yeah. Because they're so flat to the ground <laughs> yeah. that it's like Looney Tunes, like a steamroller, like ran over them kind of deal. <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. And I loved that, um, which I guess technically is a bad thing. But for it, you, this is a good thing. For me, and it's it, like. For the humor. Factor. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was charming. Yeah. I know it wasn't intentional, no, but, it was, but it was charming. Um, I also I loved how the knife worked in this game, uh, and Ian, you brought up a really good point that you don't like lose it real easy. And I didn't even I didn't even 
that didn't even pop in my head, but you're totally right. But what I liked about the knife was it swung in such a wide arc it did. that you could hit like multiple, it was like an area of effect attack. It was. And that was, that helped. And I loved that. Yes. And I, and I thought that was like, I was like, wow, I've played a lot of beat em ups and I don't remember like a knife working this well in any yeah, beat em Usually it's just like a stab stab. Right. It's straight ahead. Yeah. It's like you're getting it's the dude straight ahead. It knocks you. him down. Right. You just, you just right. knock him down to get back up. Three right. or four times, you just knock him down right. immediately. And it tracks that it would be it would be reasonable to assume that if I were being attacked and all I had in my hand was a knife, that I'm going to do a wide sweep right. with it yeah. as a as an area to keep them keep back yeah. here. So, yeah, that is a good point. So I like that. I didn't like how it controlled. I mean, because there were I had issues where it's like, um, oh, I'm facing the wrong direction, and I get that that's like, on me, but it's also the animation is so long on the knife that when I'm facing, when I'm accidentally facing the wrong direction and attack, it's like, oh fuck, here we go, because I'm doing this big like long animation slash while just the dudes behind me yeah. are like, all right, we're gonna kill well, you the, now. <laughs> I, they'll wait for just a moment. Uh, and then I laughed at the you. dual wielding knife enemies who will like twirl their knives and, then and then jump raise up in the them air, up. Right? Dude, the raise up reminded me. I thought of you specifically, Tyler, at uh, Henry's um, musical uh, because they were, it, was a, it was all pirate themed and all these kids are dressed up as pirates and one dude, one kid has a Wolverine costume on. <laughs> <laughs> and like a yellow construction paper beard. And I was like, man, I don't know how many people here know that's a, because it was the 90s Wolverine. It was like, da -da 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 -da. it was that Wolverine. He didn't have the claws or anything. He just had like the jumpsuit. Just a yellow jumpsuit. Oh my God. And I was like, it was so hard for me to not, to not be like, it's Wolverine. <laughs> I mean, he would be alive at this time period. He lived all the way, so I mean, this this is not anachronistic I'd at all. I'd read this. I'd read this. <laughs> but sorry, you talking about leaping up and stabbing? The way you did it reminded me of Wolverine. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. That did happen in real life. I didn't just dream it. Just a bunch of kids dressed as pirates and what is Wolverine. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a Wilhelm scream in the movie. Yes, I, I know. Right? Wanted to mention that. <laughs> um, so another good thing, uh, I I like beat 'em ups a lot. I've played a whole bunch of them. Most of them take place in <laughs> cities. They're in urban environments. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, like in Double Dragons and stuff, you'll have like like a forest level or something like that, and you'll have some mountain levels here or there. But this the setting felt really fresh to me. Yeah. It gets a little old because it's there's all, so, the it's same all on a mountain. Very, 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 very same. But yep. playing for like the first 20, 30 minutes, I was like, damn, this is cool. Like this. Yeah, it's I, fresh. Yeah, I like this. It's It feels totally different. I, and the game wasn't good, but I mean, yeah, it was nice to see the environment. It was to nice to not see like all the <clears throat> graffiti and... right. <laughs> Oh, trash cans on fire. That graffiti's fun though in those yeah, games, man. I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like dick. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so dick. Okay. Okay. Is that how you choose to express yourself? That's that's cool. I had a good thing that you get to fight a helicopter to death. 
Man. I was wondering how they handled that. The final I didn't level, get you, did, that. you just punch and kick that helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every so that is that was gonna be. I have something to say about that later, but yeah, at the end of the game, first of all, you you yeah you fight the helicopter. <laughs> yep. You punch you punch it. And then, like after you've punched it a you few punch times, it, like the glass breaks and stuff as you wear its health down. And That's then, a real wolf. Then they send you. Yeah, <laughs> then they send out bad guys, which shouldn't still exist by this point. Right. Yeah. But then you, so you got to fight one of each. Quaylen's multiple of the bad guys <laughs> to do it. To to, and every time you beat one, then you've got to punch and kick the helicopter some more. Okay. And eventually you get one of the machine gun guys and then you get his gun and you can use the machine gun to destroy the helicopter. Okay. At which point it falls down the cliff, hangs off of the cable, and you fight Quaylon. Oh, okay. Okay. Who is the biggest character, the biggest (laughs) boss in the game. He's so big they had to have him like slouch over. Uh, it's unnatural looking, but he's huge. He's huge, and yeah, you you fight him, and he's impossibly difficult. Like the guy that I, the long play that I watched, and I'm sorry, I forgot to note whose long play I watched, but uh, had had trouble with Quaylen. Yeah, like more trouble than Stallone actually had with Quaylen's character in the movie. So it makes way more sense in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, in under the circumstances, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so where's Quaylen? He's the one wearing the helicopter. God, that was the one of the best lines in the movie. <laughs> this was this was actually delivered by Hal by Yondu. Says, yeah, he's about four thousand feet south of here. He'll be the one wearing the helicopter. <laughs> I actually laughed at that pretty hard. His too. delivery, I felt like his delivery was good throughout oh, the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, Stallone's final, uh, God, his final <laughs> one-liner, and this goes to the side of things that he just didn't do right. It was right as right before he stomps Quaylen in the face and kicks him off the side of the, the helicopter. He says, "Keep your arms and legs <laughs> right. inside the vehicle at all times." <laughs> And he doesn't even say it fast. He no. says it like, and then pauses at an awkward spot before he. Ca- I don't. It was. Bad. He says it like you would expect Stallone to say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was rough. Yeah, keep your arms, arms, <laughs> arms, and your legs. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Is that what they say? I don't. I don't fly with the pores anymore. I don't know. <laughs> We we drifted into bad things about the movie. Um, <laughs> oh, well, it's still a good thing. <laughs> what my bad things are just the pace, the music, and the scenery. I got tired of the gray and light brown and white. Yeah, yeah. The music wasn't the bad. Music was, the music the, was of the movie. It yeah, was, you're right. It was it's a, still like yeah, everyone. It was like the, the same, like two, two yeah. or three. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of different right. music, but they did have everything was fine music. in small doses. Then it got. <clears throat> old after a little while i thought the volume was weird i don't know if you guys experience this or not but like the intro to the game like the music is like loud and then like um, when you get into the actual gameplay i had to like okay 
Is there, is there oh, sound? Hulu commercials? And okay. Like, yeah, yeah. They're all like Hulu commercials. I had to turn it all the way up. It's like, oh, yeah, that's weird. And then, I, I, to be fair, I don't always play on with a lot of sound yeah. on these game on any of these games because I'm usually not. I'm usually in the room with someone else, and yeah, I don't sure. want to put on headphones because I'm actually doing something else I want to hear. <laughs> so I right. can't always give a good opinion about volume levels and sound levels, but. Dude, oh man, talk, and talking about the sound, I know we're not on bad things, but this might we be, are. This, he just start. He started the bad things. This might be a good thing, dude. The fucking sound effect when uh, Walker kicks, it's like and it connects with somebody. Sounds like a fucking pig, man. It sounds like a pig. <laughs> it sounds like a pig oinking. And it's like, what? Who decided this? Who decided to do this? And I don't know what it's supposed. To, I don't know what the sound's supposed to be like. It's almost like, well, we haven't done the kicking sound effect yet. Uh, let's put the oink in until we get the kicking sound effect. This is placeholder. Oh my god, it's 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 confusing. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, there's a lot of bad things about it. It's just boring, repetitive. Levels are too long, and there's not any variation. Hit detection. There's bad hit detection. Hit and I have bad. problems with that on beat 'em ups anyway, especially when they're badly implemented, like this one was. Yeah. You got to be way too low to actually connect, in my opinion. And then the sweeping kick thing that takes your health away. If you miss, you've 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 made a Grave error. You yeah. hurt yourself and not done any damage. And I, I just the whole thing was the background repeating over and over again, like the Flintstones or the Scooby Doo when they're running, yep. and it's the same. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I'm glad there were climbing levels. But yeah, the vertical aspect of it. Shot I hate shit. those, man. <laughs> and it's like maybe you guys can explain the mechanic to me because it's like there are these segments where you climb vertically and it totally reminded me of the old Spider-Man games yes. where like Spider-Man climbs <laughs> yeah. a building. Or rampage. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're like guys on ledges with rifles shooting giant bullets at you. Uh-huh. And what I seem to notice, and I don't know if this is the case or not, but it's like I could get hit in the chest, in the legs, all day long, and it would take health away. But if I got shot in the hand... I would instantly die. I would because he would lose his grip and fall. I did not notice that. That's cool, but also fuck that, man. Yeah. Because it's like it's so difficult to like position yourself where it's like, okay, he shoots. This guy shoots two bullets every three seconds. So where do my hands need to I mean, be? You're just gonna get fucking hit a lot. Yeah. And that's that was my strategy was just to like just go tank it and like yeah. just try to get hit in my chest yeah. instead of my hands. <laughs> you're right. You yeah, yeah. As one does. Because in this scenario your hands are the vital organs, not your heart <laughs> or your brain. <laughs> so that really that really annoyed me about the about the climbing. But I am glad that they included it in there. I it's mean, a I, neat thing to have and it's of course very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I did like that that, that actually was going to be on my list of good was that you had a vertical aspect. It was not greatly implemented, but the fact that it was there at all was... It would have... If you didn't have anything like that, it was a straight side scroll beat him up it would have been especially weird. Yeah. Um, Another big, huge bad thing I have about it is uh, the platforming in this game, I feel like, is 
absolutely abysmal. Yeah, like is. absolutely like. Not only is it does it feel janky, it doesn't feel well implemented. It also feels poorly designed. On top of that, Tyler, you mentioned the logs earlier. Oh God! There's a segment where logs are coming down a waterfall in the background. And then they go underwater for a second, and then they pop up in the foreground where you're supposed to jump on them. And you have to time it, which in itself I feel like is a challenge. They're, they're, they're presenting a challenging obstacle. Yeah. And that's fine if, the, if your mechanics are fucking crisp and responsive and do what you expect them to do. But they do not. And it's like, so the combination of those two things is just like, man this is some of the worst video yeah. game that has like been on the super Nintendo. Like it's that, that stuff I feel like is that level where it's yeah. like, how did they release this where it's, I got it eventually, but it, but I was like frustrated by the time I got it. Cause I, you know, I die burn through, I would get to the log segment with five lives. Cause I played this on max lives, which I think is seven. I, and I would get there burn five lives trying to learn how to get over these logs. Yeah. Start from the beginning of the game, go through it again, get to those logs and be like, okay, how many lives am I going to burn through till I figure out the timing on this? And it's like the frame, the way it disappears, then pops back up. Yeah. It's yeah. They give you like, it's like the animation on it is like not smooth. It's like the log has three positions, position one in the waterfall, position two, Slightly in the background, position three, it's too late. Yep. And it's yeah. It's like, uh, okay. So, all right. It, it felt that felt really janky and super unfair. And especially, especially considering how unforgiving the game is, because it really is unforgiving in mistakes. Like, because there are no continues, because there's no, I mean, no passwords, there's no, no passwords, yep. there's no way to lower the difficulty. The only option you have is to increase your lives on the on the title screen, and I think that's just. I mean, it feels cheap. Mm-hmm. It feels cheap. Not yeah. only like in multiple sense of the word, it feels cheap. It feels like a cheap production decision, but it also feels like a cheap kill. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Artificial difficulty. Y- yeah. Um, not a not a good game. It's not, and I felt like they missed. A, you mentioned the machine gun earlier, the, yeah. the submachine gun earlier. Why is the knife more effective than that? Yeah, because <laughs> it's like I would press to you replace the punch button with the shoot button. Is essentially what happens when you pick up the gun, and it's like. It is so slow to start firing that gun. It's ridiculous. And it's easy to miss with it because of that. Because it's as yeah. stupid as the AI is, it will get oh, out of the way. Dude, the AI is it's so it's like almost polite. Yeah. Because they it's like, wait their turn. Yeah, you'll be fighting a dude and like two other dudes will be like, It's cool. I'm in a spot where I can't see you. <laughs> and they're but they're right yeah. there, you yeah. know. We're doing red coat rules. And after you <laughs> after you <laughs> yeah. kill the one they're like, uh-oh, uh, I just realized there was a fight going on and <laughs> walk down to you and start killing you. Yep. doop 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 doo The Avalanche segment, I think, is another one of those, like, segments that were very sim- that was very similar to the log segment because... The jank is on full display. The, the jank's bad, and also, like, you don't... 
expected at first. And that's, I get that. They want to surprise you with the avalanche. First time I ran into the av- first time the avalanche happened, it was like, oh, I died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because an avalanche happened uh, and I wasn't expecting an avalanche. That's fair to game. All right. You get this one. <laughs> and then, like, it becomes an obstacle course, like fucking the end of, end of a level in Paperboy style. Yeah. Where it's like you gotta, like, run an obstacle course while an avalanche chases you. You know where you need to be yeah. and run. You have to memorize it. And, and well, time paste your jumps exactly <laughs> right. And the jumping was bad anyway, but when you're oh. in a hurry, it's real bad. Yeah. And you can't touch anything. No. Little little humps in the ground. Dead. Right. Brush. Dead. You know, I'm I, it that was where I gave up. Yeah. I I died to that avalanche. Never even probably made it halfway through. And on the long play, when the guy made it through the avalanche part, I was like, there's no fucking way I ever <laughs> Would have made it through that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was that was badly executed. Very badly executed, and it's a weird thing to, it's a weird thing to include in a beat 'em up. Even even a beat 'em up with platforming, like a double. That's a double dragon staple. I get it. It's just part. It's baked in. It's a River City Ransom. They do that a little bit too. But like to make it that live or die is crazy yeah. because it's it's that at that point it's like surfing in California games that wave just <laughs> holy shit man. I, <laughs> think, I forgot about that but you're right as soon as you start <laughs> god damn that shit I think that first of all this avalanche part Possibly a missed mode seven opportunity where you have it coming and you're running towards the screen Maybe have it to, but the other side of that would have been I've had I've seen games where in spots like this, in levels like this, it doesn't cost you a life to die to the avalanche, for example. Yeah, you just start over. Right. You just start this part over. We're not gonna. We realize how fucking abysmal this is. We realize how impossible it is. Realize that you don't We're have sorry. any continues. Here's your discount. <laughs> Here's your discount, and you can run this as many times as you want, and you'll never lose your progress. You've just got to slog through it. You will eventually make it. But the fact that it costs lives and is so ridiculously impossible to do p- kind of pisses me off. Yeah, it's frustrating for yeah. sure. I mean, it, it kind of reminded me of... Indiana Jones a little bit uh, in those games because they would have these segments where it's like you're running from the ball, you know, and stuff like that. But in Indiana Jones, it was implemented a whole lot better. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, I can't emphasize... It I can't, stops eventually. Right, yeah, it does stop. But, I mean, it's like... It feels so bad to run and jump in this game that like expecting you to run an obstacle course or die like oh. you make you they they'll let you make like two mistakes which is not a, that's not enough you, right because it's like you can you can trip up on a mound and still you survive yeah but you can't fuck it up twice and it's and it's long. It's you have a long way to go when that avalanche is chasing it's you. It's punishing. It it is. It feels real bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are good things, bad things. 
any certain part where it lost you? Avalanche? Kind of like, yeah. I mean, immediately log, log, I was... Log Avalanche? I was immediately turned off by the beat-em-up, side-scrolling beat-em-up factor. But that being said, yeah, it lost me at the Avalanche. Um, and I, I will say I did enjoy watching the long play. Because it was one of those things. It's like I got a lot of respect for them. Somebody who can do it yeah. for someone who could do it and do it so f- with such, you know, the amount of practice it must have taken to get through this for some likes on the internet is admirable to say the least. So, but yeah, the avalanche spot is about where yeah. I lost my cool with it. I just couldn't do it. Buy rent or birthday. I think this is a rental. Yeah. I, I don't know that owning it would be something I would want, you know. I don't I think I would personally I wouldn't have come back to it. Mm-hmm. But again, the genre is not my favorite, so I wouldn't have rented it at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as far as like using it as like a rating scale, I would say I would be this if is you a, happened to rent it because nothing else was there. Right. Yeah. I would have rented this because I loved the movie. Yeah. It would have gotten my attention. I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, a cliffhanger game, you know, but yeah. I wouldn't have liked it. What if you fact. could two player it and have Gabe and Hal? That would be cool. Yeah. Especially if they had some kind of like life sharing or something, or like one could like revive yeah. or resuscitate the other one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that keeps you in the game uh-huh. longer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That would be an excellent mechanic. That would have made it better. Yeah. But this is, I mean, I know I say this a lot, but I feel like this is another one of those games where if I would have had it as a kid, I would have just played it. Yeah. And been okay with it, yeah. you know. It wouldn't have had as much of a long baseline to compare it to, kind of thing. Would but I also played a bunch of shitty games. Yeah. I mean, it was 1993 when this game came out. Right, there were a lot of shitty games. Yeah, yeah. not I mean, a lot of good choices. Not a lot of whole ton shit ton of games. Yeah. to choose from. So yeah. But looking at it from a modern perspective, it's like, man, there's so many better options for you yeah. on the Super Nintendo, even. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. Check it out just for the like deflated enemies that you kill. <laughs> that is truly my favorite part about the game. Yeah. You guys have any achievements? I have quite a few achievements. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my fir- I'm going to probably be making a lot of callbacks to things I've talked about Perfect. at this point. My first achievement is it costs a fortune to heat this place. Nice. And uh, to get that warm up from almost dead at the tiny campfires to revive your health. Uh, my second achievement is Pitfall Harry. Nice. And die while trying to cross the water on the logs. <laughs> yes. Um, if, my, uh, if only when you fell in the water, there was an alligator there. Yeah, I wish it had <laughs> been an alligator that you have to land on its the eyes. Right? <laughs> Specifically on its eye Dude, humps. That took me so much time. That took me so long to figure out as a kid. Yeah. Those fucking alligators. <laughs> I landed on the flat part. <laughs> Why can't I stand on it? The eye bumps. <laughs> yes. My third achievement is I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And to get I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. You kill 10 enemies that look like meatloaf <laughs> without dying. <laughs> One of the enemies looks like meatloaf. 
That's just it. It's the first thing that came to mind. It's like, and they're one of the tougher ones, the big, burly. Bob had bitch tits. Yes. Bob <laughs> did have bitch tits, and he has them in this game. And so if you kill 10 meatloaf enemies without dying, you get that achievement. Um, my next achievement is uh, I'm quailing now, bitch. <laughs> I'm quailing now, bitch. Beat the game with 100 million points. Oh shit! Nice. It, it okay. Would be impossible, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the dollars to yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, my next achievement is take that, you winged spawn of Satan. And to get that achievement, escape the cave and get away from the bats without dying. Nice. That was an Ace Ventura reference. Which is also in from When Nature Calls. The very first scene of Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, is a riff on Cliffhanger, Fuck. where they're trying to rescue a raccoon. I forgot about that. And the raccoon is hanging from the cable, and it, Dude. the buckle breaks, and he loses it, and he loses his mojo. It's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> cliffhanger, I feel like Cliffhanger had a lot of parody stuff. Like, because I feel like. I haven't watched The Critic in a long time, but I feel like Cliffhanger came up at least twice in The Critic. Um, you know you've done something right when people are parodying your work. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's evident. I think it's evident that this movie is was clearly kind of a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I remember hearing about it when yeah. it came out. And the first scene in Ace Ventura when Nature Calls being the exact first scene of Cliffhanger, they, it was 10 minutes long. It was great. And I think this was, I think Cliffhanger came out the same year as Demolition Man. I think it came oh, out yeah, earlier okay. in the year than Demolition Man. Like this was a, 93 was a pretty big year for that Sylvester Stallone. Big action Stallone. movies. I don't know when Judge Dredd came out, but. I think that was a little farther down. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's my. Next one, and then my next achievement is sure we've seen it before, but have we seen it with a boss rush, rush slash fist fight with a helicopter? I think not. Uh, punch and kick the helicopter uh, until it crashes, which is a, truly is really a thing that you have to do. And then my last achievement is. Walker, you resilient bastard, you're still alive. <laughs> Fight Quaylen and win. Nice. I, I can't even do the accent <laughs> as badly as he does it. I can't. I think that's why I hate it so much is because I can't comprehend what he's even doing with his mouth to make those sounds. Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and, and trying to do Quaylen's, Quaylen's accent. accent. <laughs> I, fucking, I, I got it right then. <laughs> Uh, I love those. Uh, I have a couple that aren't as good. Uh, my first one is the planet's dying cloud. <laughs> <laughs> In order to unlock the planet's dying cloud, you join the avalanche at the end of the first level. Fuck, man. <laughs> Second achievement, ice climber twins. In order to unlock ice climber twins, beat cliffhanger with using only two lives. Ooh. Next achievement. If you want to destroy my sweater, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. in order to unlock, if you want to destroy my sweater, oh, 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 oh. Uh, leave the Douglas station without a sweater. 
<laughs> which you absolutely do. Last achievement. Keep absolutely still. His vision is based on movement. <laughs> In order to unlock, keep absolutely still. His vision is based on movement. Trick one AI enemy into not attacking you by standing still next to a different enemy. <laughs> you can do that. You can unlock that achievement without even trying. <laughs> That's all I've got. Tyler? I've got two. The first one being Guano. He wants Guano. <laughs> survive, survive the bat avalanche. Uh-huh. And the other being Fleshy Roberto. Roberto being the stabbing robot from Futurama. <laughs> right. So yeah. you killed 20 enemies with the knife. Nice. Nice. You see what Flopsy has to say about it? Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any guesses as to what Flopsy might say? What kind of star rating Flopsy might give it and what its rarity might be? I think they're going to be overly generous. I think this one's going to get. And by the way, when I say, when I talk about Flopsy mm. every week, I am saying what, and I want to make sure everybody understands, we are saying what we think Flopsy right. is going to give it, yeah. right. no, not, not what we not think our, it deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, three stars, I think, is what they're going to give this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it is uncommon. I'm tempted to throw a very in front of that. But I'm going to say uncommon three stars. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to the difference of opinions, like Flopsy would have said OJ isn't guilty. <laughs> where the rest of us are like, OJ's guilty. <laughs> um, com- uncommon two stars. Uncommon two stars oh. is what you're saying. So I remember Demolition Man surprised me that it was very uncommon. Yes. But that was 1995. After the movie had been two years after come the and movie. gone. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go uncommon on Cliffhanger. Um, just using Demolition Man as kind of like a mm-hmm. Well, I'm just thinking because it only has this and what this Genesis and Sega CD. It's not like for everything like those other games. It had, any, it had an NES release. It came out on a bunch because oh. I think it had... I had uh, I had that pulled up. I remember now seeing when I was looking at the long play. I didn't realize this had an NES release. An Cliffhanger. NES, Game Boy, Master System, Game Gear, Amiga, SNES, Genesis, and Sega CD. The fact that it was on the NES explains a lot about the quality of the game to me. It looked different to me on the NES. I didn't watch a whole bunch of it, but from the screenshots that I saw, it looked more like a platformer okay. than, than a beat em up. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't check it out because, you know, because I didn't really like the Super Nintendo game that much. I <laughs> feel like we're not gonna get better results from right. the system that was, you know, out ten years prior to that. Yeah. Uh so I'm gonna go uncommon. Uh I'm sticking with that. And I think that I'm gonna go two and a half stars on what they gave it. I feel like cliffhangers oh got a pretty bad reputation and I think that Flopsy might feel okay giving a game a lower rating than it normally As long would. as everyone else oh, thinks that yeah, ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. Good so, point. So that's my thinking on that. But uh, I would not be surprised if it was a three star uh, based on some of the other mm-hmm. ratings we've seen. 
Okay, well, according to Flopsy, a.k.a. the ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike, and a shadowy, mysterious benefactor, Mm -hmm. Flopsy gave Demolition Man, (laughs) because I haven't looked up Cliffhanger yet, days before Christmas, just want to point it out, they gave it three stars. I'm going to remember that. Really? Mm. We're okay with that? All right, okay. I guess we've been paying like such shit lately. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> By comparison. They might the review for Days Before Christmas might be we gave this three stars because it's the only Christmas game. Yep. <laughs> Cliffhanger. According to Flopsy, availability common. What? Star rating. Two stars. Damn. Two stars. They were a little hard on that one. They were. For them, that's oh. that's that's death. Common. Okay. Well. Yeah, I say I've never seen it, but. Me neither. How much do you think the game costs if you were to buy it loose? $13. $13. I have 12 written down in my notes. $12. Actual retail value of Cliffhanger. Loose on average for the Super Nintendo, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording, is nine dollars ninety-five cents. I might buy it. Nine ninety-five is not bad. I might You're buy right. it. It's not a bad. ten spot not for bad. an addition to the collection right. yeah. that that has spawned two hours worth of conversation. Yeah, so. I'm gonna, I, I don't know how much Judge Dredd's going to be, but if it's also <laughs> reasonable. I want to get... Like a bundle? I do want to get all three of them. And I want to take a photo of it and post it on Reddit and be like, fuck Donkey Kong Country. This is the best trilogy on SBS. <laughs> and then prepare for the hate. Fuck them. I'll just, I'll just no, close Reddit. Back <laughs> and get never ma- look again. Get mad, motherfuckers. I'm here for porn and porn only. <laughs> <laughs> porn and to irritate the likes of you. That's right. I've, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've gone down the route of trying to like be part of Reddit communities before, and it is, especially like in the gaming mm. subreddits, oh, it's, it's never oh, been man. like a, I want to hang out with these people. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's, it's the worst community. It's just the worst. Every bit of it. Every bit of it is like that. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard, it sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the beard of the skinny old prisoner in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, I think it's one of the best Disney movies. Yeah. I think it has the best villain song of any Disney movie, which Mm. is Hellfire that Frollo sings. But there's an old man who's always chained up, and whenever something happens and he finally gets free... He immediately trips and falls into stocks and is locked up again. <laughs> so this game is just one shitty thing after the other. <laughs> Man, was he voiced by uh, John Ritter? Because <laughs> that's all That'd I think good. about, like Jack Tripper and Three's Company. Yeah. Where he's just constantly like pratfalling. Yes. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, it mm-hmm. sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would you give it? We give it the the crystal shot from Crystal Snail in Mega Man X2. Okay. Which his whole thing is slowing everything way the fuck 
down <laughs> to where Mega Man is just barely crawling while they're trying to fist fight and blaster fight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. It's a pr- this is a pretty sluggish game. Yep. Even when it's supposed to be not sluggish. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love it. One of the most frustrated. Frustrating. Frustrating. Quailing. Frustrating. You're, cl- you're quailing. <laughs> I love it. Mega Man, uh, Robot Masters, Crystal Snail. Crystal I Snail. Sure Crystal I, Snail. I barely remember that. If you had Magna so Centipede, no problem. But if you didn't, fuck, that was a fucking bad fight. That's all I got. All right. Are we done? Did we do a podcast? We did a podcast. Yeah, we did. Okay. It's in the. It's there. It's ready. That was fun. I liked it. Yeah. I did too. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Ready for Judge Dredd. Me yes. too. We could keep it going. Do Last Action Hero since we've done True Lies already. After that, so a Stallone fest wrapped in a Schwarzenegger. We could jingle all the way since this is Stallone's giving. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how many more Schwarzenegger games there are. Other than I know, is there a predator? Is there, there a, are predator oh. games? But I don't think it's like. Oh, I think at that press any ass. I mean, yeah, there's an alien versus predator. Does that count? No, because he's yeah. not in it. Right. We'll we'll do some research. I like yeah. this. I like this. I mean, I know for sure. Last action hero. Right. But yeah, beyond that. So then, uh, yeah, yeah, Judge Red. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. You'll find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, not Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, all over the goddamn place. Uh, there's a bunch of shit, but most importantly, Patreon. Yeah, um, we have a Patreon. I don't know why I completely forgot about this part of the show, considering that we talked about it. You were for so excited to talk about Cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't ready. I'm ready now. That's a that's I want to say that is an awesome Jurassic Park shirt that you're wearing. Thank is you. that is that like a vintage original? Because it looks like it is. No, but I was shoot. If it were, it would have been a ringer. But I could never find all yeah, the t-shirt Jurassic Park t-shirt I could find anywhere locally was black, and I'm tired of having black t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I like white t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So I ordered this from Amazon where you can basically have just about any logo pressed onto a t-shirt mm-hmm. for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. It looks good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I it, it, it looks like it's from back in the day. Yeah, it does. And it's super comfortable. Yeah. It's my most comfortable t-shirt. Cool. And I bought that with Patreon money. Because we have a Patreon Aww. at patreon.com slash tadpog or pisstasters.com. Taste the piss. And I have to have an announcement about Patreon that our list has been seriously um, wrong. We ran an audit. We ran an audit today <laughs> on our Patreon. Uh, uh, we, I'm not going to get into it, but I, do, I would like to apologize. If your name should have been on the list the last few times and wasn't read, I apologize for that. Um, we have updated our list so that it is accurate. Um, and if you don't hear your name on the list and you f- and you are a twenty dollar or more donor, which makes you an executive producer, please, please, please come to the Discord bit.ly/tadpogdiscord and tell me about it so I can add your name to the list. Um, but our updated list is now 
the following generous people who donate $20 or more to the show, starting with Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime, Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Louisville Correspondent, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl. Congratulations on your marriage. Pinball Airplane, Archmage, Chris Edler. We're sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Sandwich Pope, Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith, Joey Webster, and Derek Pope Sandwich. Took me a lot less time to read that list, and it was all out of weird order that I'm used to reading it right. in. So it was all hard. It was hard to read. What would you estimate your lung capacity is now after reading that? Well, higher because I don't right. smoke anymore. Yeah, but I'm probably choking more on it now because it's it's not the same rhythm. But I can't do it in one breath. Man, you're turning me on right now so bad. <laughs> you said, you said a lot of you said a lot of words. That was, my brain was just like, yeah. <laughs> lung. That's the one. That's the word. <laughs> uh, yes, and for anyone interested, the, I, I, I failed to mention that I am, I am now in. By the time this airs, I will be in week three. Point five of not smoking. It's awesome, dude. Um, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Thank you. I'm. I feel better. Yeah, man. That, I'm, I'm glad, glad to hear it. that I am not smoking anymore. And I'm. I don't feel. I have very few moments where I wish I could have a smoke. That's awesome. And that doesn't last long. Like, I, I don't obsess over it. It's nice to have this vape, yeah. which is is a great substitute in this case. Should probably cut back a little on it, but it's fine because I'm not smoking. And right, I can tell the difference. So yeah, I'm happy that I'm that I've hopefully at this point now fully committed to this because there's a lot of reasons not to smoke. Awesome, dude. I'm gl- I'm really glad to hear it. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> uh, additional thanks go to our backlog banisher, Mr. Puzzles Dane, who puts our show on YouTube every week. Yes, thank you, dude. Uh, thank you so much for that. And then, as I mentioned before, uh, we have a Discord, but you can hear about that in the closer that I've pre-recorded several weeks ago and keep forgetting to that I use. And so I don't want to repeat the same thing I've said <laughs> over and over again. So that's it. I, that's it. That's all I got. So I did... Yeah, what were you laughing about? A search for cliffhanger t-shirt. Oh I shared God. in Discord. Um, I want there is a, a site called. And that's really what I was laughing at. There is an entire site, dude. <gasps> this is slicedaloneshop.com. Oh my god! And there is a cliffhanger shirt that says "Hang on," and. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe Walker is hanging off of the A and hang on. And cliffhanger logo is running across his butt. Only $33. They like their shirts there at uh, Sly, uh, Shop. Uh, you can get the official Rocky Fedora. Um, there's a shirt that says Balboa Women. Oh, no, that's just the style of shirt. That's a oh, terrible man, design. Be, I thought it said Balboa women. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, we should all buy that if it were true. <laughs> Rocky Four sweatshirt, $79. It's a Rocky Hawaiian shirt. That's pretty nice. Mm. There's a lot of it. I mean, it's expensive as shit, it but is. I like a lot of it. Yeah. Ooh, I like the replica prop of the... Um, 
necklace with the boxing glove that he wears in Rocky. That's pretty cool. Ooh, a Lincoln Hawk over-the-top hat. What? The hat that, that he wears in the movie Over-the-Top. Uh, there's a... That's cool. The military sea, sea bag from Rambo. Uh, Rocky's yellow boxing trunks. Wow. I'm looking for a demolition. You can get the Ivan Drago Rocky Four ring jacket for $125. Whoa. Whoa. The last, the heart stopper knife from Rambo Last Blood uh, is $195. The Rocky Fedora is only $150. That's less than I thought it would be. Rocky Two board shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Replica props, Rocky statue collectibles, the John Rivoli collection. What's that? Oh, yeah, the Rambo, the Rambo stuff. Huh. Okay. Wow. There's a lot on here. There's pages. There's pages that. of merchandise. Yeah, lots. Of, let's see what's on sale. Um... Rambo cast and crew bomber jacket is on sale, which is really cool, is actually, cool, yeah. for 150. Um, over the top New York tank. Our theme song is "Moves" by Sycamore Drive. Look at that track in front of the shorts of Tadbox.com. What are you trying to play? This is a good <laughs> podcasting. Just us scrolling through a website listing products that we're looking at. This is classic Tadbox, man. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> I mean, eat a Wendy's sandwich and it will complete, we'll seal the deal. Ooh, the we rock. just smack you into the microphone and we're talking about what we see on the internet. The Rocky Hawaiian shirt is pretty cool. Right? Right? Hey, guys, want to close it out? As Quaylen. Oh, fuck yep. yes. So, <laughs> so until next time. Tad Pog is hosted and produced by Tyler Holland, Dave Moore, and Ian Chandler, and is available wherever fine podcasts are hosted. Have a question or comment for the hosts? Call us at 270-883-883. 2555 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash tadpogdiscord or tastethepiss.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, uh, So I think it would be great if we did a lightning draft for the stinger. Okay. Because people don't like it when we don't do drafts. So yeah, I, I feel got like the I got I picked up on that in the
on the Discord. Discord. Yeah, so we have to include a draft because what I want to do is trap people. I want them to be like, no draft, no draft, while they're listening to it, and then they'll get to the end and be like, I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so you do like a top three mini draft or something? Lightning draft. I don't care what it is. Let's okay. just draft something. Can be one. Pick one. Let's draft one thing. <laughs> let's let's draft one piece of merchandise off of the slicedload.com website. Yes, okay. Well, I mean, s- sliced alone movies? We think Perfect. nine, Stallone nine of movies. those. Like we do our top three sliced alone let's, movies. Let's draft them up real quick. Okay. Sure. Quick. Just just fire them off. Dave, Dave one, Ian two, me three. Yeah. That's a D10. That'll take forever. <laughs> three. Go. Me. Uh, original Rocky. Nice. Demolition Man. Cliffhanger. <laughs> um, I can say Judge Dredd because you two haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your next pick, Tyler? Uh, what would be my next uh, Sylvester Stallone movie? Honestly, I haven't seen a ton of his shit. Um, I'm going to say um, Creed. Mm, good movie. I like. I really liked Creed. You gonna go Rambo? I feel like Rambo hasn't been picked yet. I've never seen That's, Rambo. Okay, we're Me lightning either. drafting. Rambo, <laughs> ride the lightning. Rocky Four. Don't stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Expendables. John Rambo. Okay, I thought you were gonna go Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good draft. There we go. Good Not draft. draft. <laughs> Top three. Now, to anybody who was on Discord talk, complaining about no, being no draft, you haven't gotten there yet. Get Trust us. Trust us. <laughs> you idiot. We're, we're listening, you idiot. <laughs> and this is the part where all of you get mad that we didn't pick the shit that you wanted us to pick. Yeah. <laughs> so go crazy. <laughs> Believe it! 